is about to go down. Coach Jason Brown. Coach Jason Brown. Jason Brown has really done wonders with this program. What's up, guys? It's the real Coach JB here. I'm a master motivator. I ain't no regular ass motivator. That's what we do. Lot and let, lot and let, yo. Get your hand. The book is dropped officially. Hate me now, love me later. Hardback and paperback. A kid has never left my program and got kicked out of the four year or thrown in jail. Never. 220 kids, D1, 22 in the NFL. Listen to them talk. You don't listen to somebody talking in the language that those youngsters understand. It's the Sug Knight of football. It'll be a very great, great read, all right? The definition of coaching is getting where you couldn't get yourself. Just save one of them, man. It's in my book. Save one. Great quotes from some great folks here. And the cancel culture of the world and the politically correct people and the soft asses of the world, they are really truly expecting you not to talk back. What up, what up, what up? It's the Real Coach JB on this Menace Monday as Zach Smith will be joining me right out the gate. Let me get to the quote of the day. And the uh, contrary to belief, bring Zach in, talk a lot of football today. Uh, Transfer portal has changed uh, on this Menace Monday. I'm going to ask nobody better to ask than Zach Smith, uh, as I'm sure he'll be talking about that on Menace to Sports every day on his YouTube channel. Make sure you follow him. Uh, The Giants upset the Vikings. Lamar's a bitch-made cat and doesn't travel with the team for a playoff matchup. And Mike McDaniel, did he get caught vaping on the sideline? Wonder why we had six delayed game penalties. Plus so much more right here on the Coach AB Show this morning. Wake up with me. Uh, we got a lot to discuss. Can't wait to get after it. I appreciate everybody hitting the, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Gets you 50% off welcome bonus. Plus, CannadipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. And if you want a studio built, a bar built, patio built, Kionis builds, make sure you follow them on IG, Q-U-I-N-O-E-Z-B-U-I-L-D-S. Kionis builds on Instagram, the best bar builder in the country. I'll catch you on the other side. Hit the like button, subscribe. I appreciate everybody being in here. Zach Smith joins us right after this. Appreciate everybody coming in here. Let's get right to it. Quote of the day. I got to get you started. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Not all storms come to destroy your life. Some of them come to clear your path. Understand that. Sometimes we need some adversity and some develop some damn tough skin. Um, too bad some of you guys just can't understand that. And I uh, can't wait to ask... Uh, Zach, about that in particular, make sure you follow Zach on Menace to Sports on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, contrary to belief, let's get right into it. Zach, what up, man? How you doing? What up, bro? My my Instagram got suspended again. Um, 
You might as well just cancel all your social media. They're just going to keep getting suspended. I just want to throw it out there. They suspended <laughs> me again. Oh, I'm, I'm what, banned. You, I'm hold on. What would you do this time? What would you I do? I banned until the 18th on TikTok. What, what, what the fuck did you do this time? I have no idea. So, look, this is the crazy part about this thing. So, I guess once you become the hunted or whatever, and they have, a, they have it out for you because you did something, uh, remember my, my verified Instagram was deleted like a year ago. I, I never got it back. This one I have right now, which is gaining traction every day. It's like 50,000 or whatever. That shit has been deleted. Now we've been suspended. I think this is the third time it's, it's came back though. Like in a couple of days, it usually comes back. So I don't yeah. know about this one. This one I'm sure probably will be done or whatever. I have no idea, but I'm like, I'm not doing another one, dude. If this shit gets deleted, I'm done. I'm like, dude, I'm just telling you. Bro, Instagram, Instagram sucks anyways. Zach. They come on your they come on your timeline though. Fuck you, you cowardly bitch made motherfucker. Oh. So they can say whatever though. And if I say anything, I can't even say the word damn. And that motherfucker suspended me. I'm like, hold on. But you can't talk to nobody to explain either. So you no, can't say, no, hey man, no. Zach Smith's cussing me out every day on there, but I can't say nothing back. And right. you can't talk to nobody because they're all fucking Facebook bots or whatever, you know. Yeah. So I'm just like, dog, I'm so fucking no, I had I had a kid after the Georgia-Ohio State game. Mind you, like, all of my shows leading up to it, I said, I think Georgia's going to win, but it is not going to be a blowout. This is an evenly matched game. That was my message the whole time, right? I think Georgia's going to win, but it's going to be a close game. I had these, this, at least a handful, like 14, 15-year-old Georgia fan, like high school dudes, Sending me videos like "suck my dick, bitch." I'm like, God damn, you ain't never had your dick sucked, and you're gonna tell someone to suck your dick. <laughs> Zach, I'm telling you, we have the most disrespectful youth I've ever been around oh. in my life, and it's oh. crazy because the reason, the sole reason, I don't want to hear no other shit about social media, blah blah blah. No, <clears throat> your mommy and daddy are putting their foot up your ass when you talk oh, yeah. shit to some grown folks. That's the bottom yep. line. Yep. I'm like. I got a kid, Zach, I had a JUCO kid hit me up the other day. He's a, play, he plays at a non-scholarship JUCO, of course. It's always right. a shitty one, right? right? And this motherfucker hits He's on my timeline on Instagram, so so I, I responded. I said, you sound like a B-I. You know, I can't say bitch, yeah. so you got to spell out some made-up word that sounds like bitch so you don't get banned. Well, they still banned me anyway. So the cat DMs me. Well, I go into my – he goes – Check out my DMs. You you running from the smoke, coach. And I'm like, I go in there, Zach. I've never been in there. This cat's been DMing me for two years. <laughs> Nothing but just straight up hatred and shit. And I'm sitting there like, you got to be shitting me. So I text the kid back. I go, hey, dog, you've really been in my DMs like a bitch for two years? It's amazing. Without you without you responding, like, like at some point, don't you just say, oh, like this is a waste of my time. Dog, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I didn't see your shit, homie, because I don't know you exist. Right. I don't even know who the fuck you are. Oh, man. Uh, man, I don't – this this world's fucked up. Uh, Georgia O-lineman and a recruiting lady passed away tragically over the weekend in a car accident. Awful. Why are we seeing more and more of these? I, I don't know who was driving, Zach. I don't know. I'm not going to assume. But we see more I, younger people dying at the wheel than I've ever seen in my life. But I, at the same time, though – these young cats refuse to change a brake pad, change their oil, and I can't, I cannot come to grips with a kid nowadays driving at an all-time weird. We were talking about last night. I had a little poker party, 
And, and my boy was like, dog, JB, these cats don't even want a license no more like we used to want. Like at 16 years old, we were in the lot. We were going to get our license. These cats don't want to drive no more. They don't even care. And no you more. wonder why they're so fucked up on the side, on the dro- on the road. I'm like, damn. But we have more. We've had more deaths uh, driving at young people. I'm just like, damn, I'm tired of seeing it. But uh, recruiting lady and, a, and, a, and an old lineman. Why were they together? You know, uh, you know how it is. I mean, uh- we, we had that happen all the time. Most of those, uh, like, recruiting girls are – and I think she was, like, 22, 23, so she was a post-grad. But but we had players ha- that would date recruiting girls or hang yeah, out with recruiting yeah. girls. I mean, most of them are college girls yeah. or fresh grads. Yeah. And people are always like, oh, that's so scandalous. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. go, go, go to Apple. All them young yeah. professionals are out drinking, fucking, doing all that together. Like, it's, that's, that's normal. Yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Um, so they passed away. Uh, 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 Alabama basketball player uh, got, yeah, got for capital murder. He, this dumb cat gets caught on a ring camera. Like, do these cats understand that there's an eye in the sky everywhere now? Like, there's somebody watching us every day, Zach. Like, well, and I mean, I, I get it. Like, sometimes some of these kids come from places where you can do some shit like that and get away with it. But that shit ain't happening on a small college campus. I don't care if there's a ring camera or not. And never mind the fact how fucked up it is that you're in a situation like that. I mean, an Alabama scholarship basketball player, and you're going to risk it all to what? Shoot up a car and kill a girl? Like, what What the fuck? I, dog, I'm just so shocked at these bitch-ass kids, man. I, I'm just so – there's nothing else to say about it. Like, you're a cowardly fuck. Like, you, you know, you ain't going to throw hands, but you're going to shoot from 100 yards away. <laughs> Like, oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Hey, man, Lamar Jackson didn't travel with the team. (laughs) I'm trying. I'm just trying to figure this out. So this cat was cleared to play medically. Apparently, I did not know that he hadn't (laughs) practiced in 16 days. I can see why Harbaugh is in a bad mood. Uh, He's taking heat today because he had a, a rude interview. I'm like, these cats are these people kill me that never have coached before, never been in the heat of a battle, never been in a but they they we have to be the nice person when you ask us dumb questions. Yeah, ha- we have to be like this god and saint. But but we say something about your irresponsible reporting and we're going to get canceled. But you're going to ask us in the middle of our job, "Hey man, uh what do you think about Lamar not being at the game?" <laughs> like what the fuck does that have to do with right now in this game at halftime? Well, can you can you imagine how that interview would go if it was like some like big time stockbroker at Merrill Lynch and uh, their fucking portfolios just crashed and you interview them right away like tell me what happened they would lose their fucking mind and they're I mean what's the difference because one of them's on TV I guess but I'm okay with it I'm okay with being an asshole like it's like whatever you you want to interview him right after a loss a playoff loss a season ending loss and you expect him to be like fucking cupcakes and roses oh, get the dude. fuck out of here. And you got these guys out here, these fucking guru quarterback guys who never played quarterback, by the way, like Quincy Avery. And he's defending Lamar. And I'm like, dog, I knew we'd have the cats come out and defending them. Like, this is the part of because you never played Quincy Avery. That's why. You never played. You played D2 wide out. So let me let me ask you, Zach. We try to play this game our whole life in the NFL. We try to go to the NFL. And we get there, and the ultimate goal in the NFL is to win a playoff game and get a Super Bowl win. And you're telling me that you're healthy and you're gonna you, you you're talking about all this shit that you're the the leader and you're the rider and all of them love you, and you don't even travel to your playoff game to support your backup Huntley, which is average is at best. 
And the Ravens rally behind Huntley, should have won the game, arguably. And 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 at the end of the day, I'm sitting there watching, and I post, you know, me, I post these things that get a little bit of uh, controversial <laughs> feedback. And I, I I post this shit like Zach. I'm telling you, average quarterback play in the NFL is all around the place. I don't care if you're the $200 million guy. You're still average. So why not roll with average dudes and build your roster out? And it proved last night Tyler Huntley could have beat the Bengals with a team that rallied behind them. And the cat was like, average as you could be in the NFL. I mean, if he doesn't reach the ball out, they win, right? (laughs) Or just hand the ball to Dobbins. Yeah, one or two. And Dobbins is and now Dobbins is in the in the media bitching about why the hell I didn't get the ball. We would have won the game. So he came out. Now, you know what? This is just this is a PSA to to football players everywhere. And I I it, my biggest pet peeve as an offensive skill coach, like don't fucking reach the ball out. And J.K. needs to shut the fuck up because he did it too. Now he he was fortunate to break the plane before he fumbled, but stop doing that shit unless it's fourth down. You don't reach the fucking ball, especially right. a QB sneak nowadays. Everyone just gets behind you and pushes your ass in. No shit. Like, it's just so dumb. Don't reach the ball. Man, I that game is over, and I'm sitting there looking like I, – I was actually happy. I was like, see, here we go. I'm going to prove – tomorrow's show is going to be all about the fucking average quarterback can win you games. Lamar Jackson's overpaid. Kyler Murray's overpaid. You can win with Colt McCoy and build your roster. You can win with these other guys. Man – you know, I picked the Seahawks. I, I, I uh, scared money don't make money. So obviously, I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm always gonna bet against your fucking contrary to belief Twitter fucking handle followers. But I'm just <laughs> sitting there like, if Geno Smith don't fumble that ball, and they go down and score on that drive, which I think they would have, I think Purdy's asshole puckers, and that is a completely different game today. But nobody's talking about that shit because it's this is a 17-16 halftime lead by the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's get into your world, man. The transfer portal has forever changed college football, and we know that. Uh, the players uh, going into this portal for the first time will be able to s- still get immediate eligibility, which I th- I figured they were going to do that. Um, but I guess they're trying to stop the multiple-time transfers, which we just saw the Oregon transfer uh, for the fifth time. Um, what's your take on this new rule deal? Uh, have you kind of abreasted yourself on this whole thing? Well, it's, it's, here's the best part. It's not a new rule. Right. Originally, right. they opened the portal and said you got a one-time transfer. Right. And then they right. just didn't police it. They right. they never enforced that. And so now it's like, uh, we're going to make it so you can only transfer once. It's like, bitch, that's how you originally said it was going to happen. And you just never enforced it. So, yeah, I'm for it. I think it's – I don't think you should transfer four times and just transfer every year. I think if you're in a bad situation or maybe you're not going to play or it's not cut out – it's not what they said it was going to be. You know, whatever it is, you can transfer once. If if you need to transfer a second time, you're the fucking problem. It's not the schools. It's not the situation. Motherfucker, it's you. So fuck off. Sit out a year. I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Unless you graduate. If you graduate, then go to grad school wherever you want. Hey, there's a uh, video a uh, buddy of mine sent me, and it was actually of you. <laughs> and uh, you made your Kevin uh, Warren comments, and he sent me a bunch of Kevin Warren stuff. Um, my boy Chad, who sends me all the NFL video, he used to work with the Vikings. He was with the Vikings when Kevin Warren was there. Yeah. And he was like, 
I love Zach. He's exactly right about this whole thing. And then Sankey came out and apparently threw a shot at him. On kind of, did you see that deal? No, I didn't see what Sankey said. Sankey came out and was like, you know, we're not here just to be a one-stop resume builder and then move on. And like, so he don't say his name, but he says that. And I'm, just, and I'm like, well, Sankey, you're not really doing a lot for the fucking NCAA either. You're doing no. a lot for your fucking Alabamas of the world in your conference. But what's your take on this Kevin Warren deal? I know I, I saw your take and you kind of broke it down. Like, dog, I, I'm confused. Is he getting out for the, is there something we're not seeing though that, USC UCLA is coming into this thing and he don't want to deal with the logistics or do you see some bigger now, shit happening that he was like, oh, I'm getting out of this thing because of what's happening with NIL money. Or do you see, uh, I'm just going to the NFL. Well, you know, I, I think, I think it's mostly that college football there's, there's more scrutiny because you're, you're more out in the open. Like in the NFL, there's so many people in the front office that it's like, whose fault is it? Like, I don't know. There's 400 of them. I don't know which one to blame. Where in college football, like, the Big Ten tried to cancel football in 2020. Well, whose decision was that? Kevin Warren. Point blank. Like, it was, the whole thing was on his desk. And and I, th- I, I don't know that it would ever come out, but the whole courting and bringing USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, like, that was not his doing. He didn't get that done. And people give him a lot of credit for it, and, and the credit I give him for it is he didn't fuck it up, which I don't know how you could fuck it up once they kind of were all the way in which Gene Smith, the AD at Ohio State, was the one that really got that done because they're two of his best friends, the ADs there. And I, I think he just wanted to get back to the NFL. Less scrutiny. Don't have to deal with college presidents. Oh, just it, it's a College is so f- political where you go be the whatever he is, the president of the Bears. It's like, what do you have to deal with? You, you're, you're the boss. You have to deal with the owner. That's about it. And then you can fire GMs, do whatever you want. Hey, I gotta, I gotta share this, dog. I gotta share this with you. Uh, there's no, 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 no volume. But what did you think about this? Is this a real thing or, or not? I don't, I don't know what's going on with this. But it, is he really vaping? Hell yeah, he is. Hell yeah, he is. He's <laughs> funny as shit. What the fuck is <laughs> he listen. doing? I don't, I don't understand. Like, what are we? What is the deal? Like, so I'm confused on this. Now, I don't think it's illegal, right? No, I, I don't. Well, I don't know their tobacco policy. I don't know what the NFL's policy is, but I know this: in college football, you're not allowed to have tobacco like on the right. field in front of players. To have dip in, right. Either, right? Right. So what I used to, because I dipped my whole career. Me too. So what I used to do was, I mean, you you can't be that fucking dumb, right? right? Especially the head coach. Like, when is the camera not on you? Well, when the fucking play's going on. Right. So I'd wait. Once the ball was snapped, I'd put a dip in because you yep. ain't catching me. You're yep. watching fucking. Michael Thomas, you're yeah. not watching me, but if it's in between plays, there's a chance that camera's on you. So that's just dumb as shit. Hey, uh, I got written up. So referees, they had a whole on addendum put in a place for me, right? They put in this thing in the NJCAA, which is the National JUCO Association and, and you know, all the national JUCOs. So when I was in Ken, the ref said that I used to spit dip in their face when I yelled at them. <laughs> <laughs> I said, dog, I, it's not intentional, homie. Right. I, and you know it's an unwritten rule because you dip. I, there was referees dipping. So oh, I'm like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Um, oh, dog, it was funny as hell. I, well, I, Mike, listen, Mike Vrabel used to take Copenhagen and he would buy, like, tobacco-free, like the shit you try to do when you're when you're quitting, and he would dump it out, put Copenhagen in the, the, 
the, the non-tobacco one. So if anyone ever said shit, he'd be like, I'm trying to quit. Like, are you, are you, are you trying to get, get me to stop quitting? Like, uh, <laughs> hey, he, uh, went, he went to lengths. Dog, so the last seven, eight weeks, this, this team won one game, uh, Miami Dolphins. And uh, I've said this guy's a weirdo fuck. Like, they had six delay of game penalties. And I'm sitting there thinking, how the fuck is it this hard to get a play in in the NFL when we come from the tempo era of college football where you're supposedly the guru in the 49ers and you're sitting there this whole time running tempo and putting in tempo. That was one of his job titles, install tempo offense in the Niners. I'm sitting there like, wait up. You can't get a play in in sixth place? Now, I'm not going to buy into him fucking vaping as being the reason. But I'm just saying, though, that ain't a good look because you know all these bitch-made cats out here on troll Twitter, Twitter troll will fucking say, oh, he's vaping. He That's why they lost. And uh, No, I think they lost because he's a fucking weirdo, and I think he ended up losing the locker room like I said he did uh, weeks ago when they lost five or six in a row. Uh I don't know, man. This this thing is weird as hell. I, this 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 analytics stat era of coaches, uh, it it makes me fucking my. Yeah, I want to pull my skin off, man. It, it just I'm just like dog. I I can't stand watching uncommon, uh, common sense being so uncommon now. And yeah. you seen it last night when the Vikings game. You saw it uh, obviously with the Chargers and Staley. Does Staley survive today? I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you blow that lead. And I bet the Jaguars, so I was happy as shit, but I don't know how you blow that. I mean, I guess we've seen it before, right? We've seen, you know, shit, the Falcons in the, in the Super Bowl. I don't know how you do that, but good God. I mean, at 27, nothing. I'm, I turned it off. I went to bed. I was like, this is fucking over. I don't know how you do that. Hey, did you see the guy bet $1.5 million? Yes. That to win 11 K. They were up. Yeah, what was up with that? To win eleven thousand dollars, you bet one point five million because they were up twenty seven nothing and they lost. I, I mean, that's just a dick swing contest, right? Oh, I got, I got it. I'm gonna show you I can win eleven k. Like, dog, I'm glad you look stupid as shit today. Oh, absolutely. But he don't don't care either. He don't care. That's that's a guy that sat there and said, "Oh, there's no way they lose. I'm gonna get a free eleven thousand dollars," and I love it. Because that's the dumbest fucking bet in the history of bets. I don't care if it wins. It's still stupid to risk $1.5 million to win 11000 I don't care if it's a 99.9% likelihood. That is just flat fucking dumb. I'm just like, dog, I, I cannot grasp that. Uh, there's been these quiet reports out here that Day could possibly leave for the NFL. One of them being the Arizona Cardinals. I'm like, dude, the Cardinals are not taking another college coach. No, no. I and I and I, I'm like, there's no way. And obviously, you know, you reported on it. I've heard it from you first. Uh, as most things, college football, make sure you head on over to Minutes to Sports for all the breaking news. Uh, is is uh, is Marvin Harrison bouncing? Well, he's waiting on C.J. Stroud to decide if he's leaving or not, which he is leaving. But he's playing this drama game. And honestly, what I heard is C.J. is. He's trying to get a guarantee of one of two things. Either Sean Payton is going to be the head coach in Houston, or he's telling Houston, I'm not coming. <laughs> like if you if you want me, I'm not coming. And, and and that's what he's trying to figure out. He doesn't want to leave and end up in Houston with some shitbag coach, which I don't blame him. I mean, you only get one shot at a career. Um, but it, you can't turn down 30, 30 plus million and come back to make, you know, 100 K. But um, 
I think that's what Marvin's waiting on. And, and even if CJ leaves, I don't think Marvin's done to USC, but it's over 50%. Um, and he has, I know, I think today's the deadline for the draft and the portal closes on the 18th, which I don't know that it ever closes. They just say that shit and then you can still transfer because they don't enforce anything. But I, I think Marvin will be back in the fall, but I, he's seriously considering USC because USC has been tampering the shit. I mean, they've been tampering their ass off with him. Is there such thing as tampering anymore, though? Well, I mean, there is, but you know how it is. It's only a law if you enforce it. I mean, it's illegal, but yeah. no one, no one's doing shit about it. So no, you. It's not. It's like if they said, "Hey, you can rob banks. We won't punish you." You see it. You see it in some of these big cities. They're like, "Oh, we don't, we don't uh, pun. We won't punish or pursue misdemeanors." So what happens? Fucking misdemeanors everywhere. It's like, yeah, well, they're not going to fucking punish you. So is that a law? Of course not. Laws are only laws if you enforce them, and they're not enforcing shit with tampering. And let me ask you this question. I had a bunch of people over. I had a few prominent folks at my house. We didn't put on video, but we were talking about this particular, and we brought your name up. And I I said, I'm going to ask him tomorrow. I said, he argued with me that this was (laughs) the single best college playoff run he's ever witnessed. And I'll tell you who it is later on. But, And I said, what? And we're arguing, and I and he goes, listen, fuck the TCU Natty game. We don't, I don't care. I'm talking about the other games were the best games that I've seen in the playoff era. And I'm sitting there like Michigan TCU is a good game, I guess. I, I don't really recall. I don't really go back and remember all these great games if there were any. But were, were the first two games really that good? No, there was one good game. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck? What am I missing here? Like TCU Michigan was only a good game because people didn't see it coming. Like myself included. That was, but it it wasn't a great game. I mean, TCU manhandled Michigan the whole time. And that's kind of shows right there. The natty, right? Like we, the lowest rated ever. Um, And this is the problem. The problem is when they did the rankings, right? TCU lost to Kansas state in the big 12 championship game. And they got on their high horse and said, we can't punish them. Ohio state didn't play in the big 10 championship. It's like, you stupid fucks, just rank them one through four. Who's the best teams? And you would have had Georgia beat the breaks off of TCU in the semifinals because they would have dropped to four. And then Ohio State-Michigan rematch in the semis. Ohio State probably wins the rematch. And then the national championship game is a last-second field goal miss by Ohio State. And it's like, wow, what a great season. What a great national championship game. It probably would have been the highest-rated one ever. But but they're 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 just so clueless that they left TCU at three and that they ended up with that shit bag national championship game. And, and, and if you could go back in time and pick the teams, do you put Alabama? Obviously we're going to look back and say, but here's my whole take on it to me, just with the history of football that we've seen since the college football play era or BCS era, when they lost to K state TCU, when they lost to K state for me, I take them out. I just, I'm sorry. I know you went to the conference title game. I understand the criteria. You got to go to a conference title game. But Alabama's been in the playoffs twice without going to the conference title or without winning their conference championship. So, yeah. like, I, I, do you believe in – would you have put Bama in over them because of their two road losses by four points combined? Or are you saying TCU deserved it? I thought they deserved it, but I, I'm like, dude, the K-State loss was too bad and too late. Yeah, it was. It was. And it – it, it comes out of the same argument every year. Like who deserves to go and who are the best four teams? I want to watch the four best teams. That's what I want to watch. Oh, you know, your dog died. Um, your, your, your uncle got sick and you lost the game mid season. Okay. Who's the best four teams. I would have put 
Alabama, Georgia in the semis, Ohio State, Michigan in the semis, and then let the Big Ten SEC clash in the national championship. That's what I would have done because TCU proved when they lost to Kansas State, they were not going to win the national championship. Those four teams that I just mentioned, I believe any of those four had a chance to win it. I don't think TCU had a chance to beat Georgia or Ohio State. I had an SEC coach in my house last night. Um, he said Alabama was the best team in the country. I mean, they. He said, he said, I'm just telling you, Alabama probably would have won the Natty again. Yeah, he goes, I mean, they would have played Georgia again. He thinks it would have been a whole different deal. He goes, they could have. They're the only team that he thinks would have defended uh, the tight end for Georgia. What's his name? Brock Bowers, yeah. Bowers a little bit that they could have matched up with them. They could have did some things to him. But he's like, that guy single-handedly had four third and 16 or plus first downs in the TCU game alone. Um, so he's like, Bama, he, he said playing-wise, playing against them all, he said Bama still has the most talent. He goes, they just they weren't very good at DB, obviously. And he said their wideouts are very overrated. Oh, fuck, their wideouts are terrible. Talented, but terrible. Yeah, he said, yeah, he said, this, is the bad, this is as bad as it's been in a while. And he said they still, though, should have beat Tennessee and should have beat fucking – uh, LSU, he's like, this shouldn't have been close. And they're, they're, we're probably talking about them having another championship. So he's like, that's, and then they have the number one recruiting class again, which it seems like, or we're going to be a top couple, two or three. He's like, so they're not going anywhere. Uh, no. Do you expect them to be back in the mix again? And Saban's going to be pissed at the world trying to get back? Or do you think that Georgia's really uh, trying to put us, put their foot in their neck? Well, you know, the biggest problem Bama has right now is they're they're probably the most talented roster in the country, but there's a big question mark at quarterback. And 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 I, you know, we all know Bryce is fantastic. He's leaving. All that's true. But they usually in years past, Tua Tonga Vailoa is leaving. Mac Jones is there. And if Mac Jones isn't good enough, Bryce is there as a freshman, right? Then Mac Jones is good. Bryce is in the in the wings. They don't really have a guy in the wings right now. And so that's the only reason I'm I'm hesitant to say Bama will be back next year. But the rest of the rosters, I mean, stupid loaded. What's up with this Rashad kid? Uh, he's a Cali kid, I guess. The one kid. Hey, what's the deal with this guy? He's just bouncing all over the world because his daddy's trying to shop and get the best deal for himself. Is what I'm, I'm reading about. But I don't know. Oh, Rashada? Huh? Jaden Rashada? Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. They said he committed to Florida at, and signed. After he signed, he said, you know what? That NIL package they offered, I need more. I need more money. It's like, wait a minute. This is not how business works. You signed. We agreed. Everyone was on the same page. Go fuck yourself. You can't get out of the NIL. Like, you're going to have to use up your one transfer if you want to leave. And I love that they're doing that. Are they doing he, that? Is that what they're saying? Oh, yeah. They're not, they're not going to release him from his, NI, uh, his NLI. No chance. Good. I'm fucking glad. I... I I, if, if he, if he releases them, I'm going to fucking lose all respect. I'm like, dog, this is why we have these days. Yeah. If you release this kid and allow him to fucking do what he wants to do, we're going to have this shit every year more and more and more and more. Yeah. Life is full of consequences. And you know what? You have a one-time transfer now. Use it. And then you burned it. It's over. Like, don't come back later and cry about how you had to use it. We, there was a deal put in place. You agreed to it. You signed a contract and a couple days later decided, uh, I don't like that anymore. Well, fuck off. Sorry. You signed it. You're an adult. You're going to make a lot of money. Use your transfer. It's over. That's crazy to me, man. This, this, this whole shit to me is just unbelievable. Uh, I'm just sitting around like, God damn. So 
these Harbaugh, the talks of him leaving. I, I'm here. You know, I, I heard that a lot of the kids heard that he was leaving before the net uh, before the TCU game. You can see <laughs> how they were playing flat. And I was like, fuck, I heard that he was a Colt coach already. I thought it would have been done deal by now is from what people told me. Something must have hit the snag. Snag. I, I know he went to Carolina and interviewed. That was just so he can get more money at the Colts, in my opinion. Now Michigan comes out with these allegations about a hamburger or whatever. What, <laughs> tell me more about that because I don't know about it. All I know is that Texas spent 400 k on Manning on a visit. That's okay, but a hamburger's fucked? Well, you know, that, that was an official visit, so you can, you can pay for them on the official visit. So it's an unofficial visit. You can't buy their food. So he was like, uh, I'll pay for your burgers, which it, it happens everywhere. It's not a big deal. His issue is he lied about it when they asked. He tried to, like, get, you know, get rid of the evidence. Like, he was just – he was deceitful. And that's the one thing the NCAA brings the hammer down on. They don't really care about anything else. But if you lie to them, they treat it like, like you just committed murder. Like, we've all been there, Zach. Like, hey, hey, Zach, make sure this happens with these kids today on the visit. Here, go get them food, right? So somebody gets the money from somebody, and it usually comes from the head guy. It should come from the head guy. You got the most money. Give it to your assistant to go get the money to get to these kids for whatever. Um, it is what it is. Obviously, he did the same thing. Is he staying or going? You know, so Michigan's really fighting to keep him. And I think there's going to be a contract that comes out soon. Kind of one of the, one of the bigger contracts in the country. They're going to have an elevator clause in it to keep him kind of up at the top. Michigan does not want him to leave. And understandably so they haven't been to this level of success ever. I mean, people lose sight of the fact that Michigan's never been a national powerhouse ever. They've always been right there, but they've never won national. They won one national championship. And then when they were good with Schimbeckler, they weren't the power. no, they won one national championship and it was a split national championship yes. in 97 or whatever year it was. Like Harbaugh has them at the, at the highest of heights. So they don't want him to leave and they're doing anything they can to keep him. And they're hoping that this new deal is going to kind of put the NFL talks to bed forever, which knowing Harbaugh, I don't see that ever going to bed, but maybe for this year. And if he does go, do you see him? Where, where's the best fit right now with your NFL? Like, where no. do you see him the best fit? I don't know where the best fit is. He's a fucking goofball. But they're talking about Denver a lot. Um, that's too fucking weirdo now. Yeah, that's what I said. You know what? Might be the best fit. Russell, been, uh, Russell Wilson's the weirdest motherfucker in the NFL. Jim Harbaugh's the weirdest coach I've ever fucking heard of. Maybe it's a, a, a marriage made in heaven. Dog, that's just interesting. I don't know. That's fucking crazy to me. Uh, Sean Payton, you see him as a Charger by the end of the week? I don't know. I, I, Sean Payton's gonna have his pick pick of the jobs for sure. I know if CJ Stroud had his way, he'd be in Houston. <laughs> but Sean Payton will get back in the saddle when he when when he kind of like you know they talk about John Gruden. Obviously, that went to to shit, but. He, he was waiting until the right situation with the right roster, the right salary cap. And, and, and I don't know. I, I don't know the specifics of Houston or, or, or any of these teams as far as like, what's the most attractive job, but like, there's a reason urban Meyer took Jacksonville. It was because of all the room for growth they had. And I think that Sean Payton will do, do the same thing. He'll wait until the perfect opportunity comes up where he says, damn, in two years, this team's going to be a contender. I can get them there. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of talk with uh, buddies of mine that he was going to be a Ram if McVay stepped away. It was all up to McVay. McVay apparently said, I had a change of heart. I'm going to stay in L.A. 
So now Sean Payton, who's still in L.A. right now for a reason, he's in here. He's in L.A. because he thought he was going to be a Ram. McVay stayed. Uh, now Chargers may open up. So he's still in L.A. Interviews tomorrow with three different NFL teams coming to L.A. to interview him <laughs> in L.A., which is crazy, right? Right. I don't know if uh, – I believe they're waiting on – let's see what the Cowboys do. I know Houston's flying in today to talk to him. Um one of my best friends is his best friend. So I, I, I hear a lot of Sean Payton talk a lot. And uh, I know he's been out here for a couple of weeks now just hanging out. And he's like, I don't know, man. Herbert is not getting any fucking heat on this loss. Uh, Staley's getting it all. And I'm trying to think, why does Herbert get a pass? He did absolutely fucking nothing in the second half. And he's a guy that has yet to win a playoff game. But again, he's another one of these guys that everyone loves the 6'6", 240, big-time arm. Um, he could still move and run, but he hasn't won shit. And I'm no, like, and look, you know I'm on the same boat with Josh Allen. He's a freak and all that shit. I get it. But, dog, he should have lost two to Miami with no back, with a backup. Like, yeah. these guys are fucking overrated. And I'm take, I love saying it because that's the truth. It's, they're fucking overrated because unless – Unless they win Super Bowls, I don't understand where we're, we're engaging them at. Now, and it's not just Super Bowls, Zach. It's making plays to win games in the clutch. And Josh Allen don't do that. No. Um, Burrow does. Burrow fucking does it. He did it last night again, tied up. They were down. They were tied. He was dropping dimes. He started He started dicing the Ravens' defense and Jamar Chase. And <laughs> ultimately, they win the game. Obviously, that fumble helped. Um, but I still think uh, – I have no doubt in my mind Burrow don't go right back down and score. Yeah, well, that fucked every bet I had. I just needed like 30 passing yards and like three scramble yards from Joe Burrow. And then Mike, and now don't get me wrong, it's my guy, Sam Hubbard, played at Ohio State when I was there. He gets that 98-yard fumble return and fucking just ruined all my bets. But yeah, I agree. I mean, I think if they score there to tie it up, Joe Burrow marches down and scores to win the game. Uh, I'm, I'm on the other side of Josh Allen. I really like Josh Allen. I agree. He needs to. He needs to go win something. Like go win the AFC. Go to a Super Bowl. Do something. But Justin Herbert was one that I really didn't like coming out of, of college. People loved him. Talked about he was you know the next fucking Dan Marino or whoever you want to say. I didn't see it. He kind of proved me wrong for a little bit. He's he's been way more successful than I thought he would be. But I still don't see it. I still don't see top five in the NFL. None of that. What is the biggest difference between him and Allen? I think him and Allen are very similar in a lot of things. I think Allen's more reckless. I think Allen is a probably a slightly better athlete. Yeah, um, I think that's what, – What's the biggest difference? Uh, very similar arm talents. I think J Josh Allen's more athletic, more of a – he has more toughness. He's more of a baller. But, but when it comes to throwing the football, they're very similar. Yeah, you know – Herbert wasn't expected at, and coming out of Oregon wasn't even expected to be that high by a lot. And then some people were like, oh, he's the next best thing. Now he seems like he's fucking Ryan Leaf. <laughs> like this dude is a great freak of nature, but he hasn't really done shit. And I'm just sitting there like, damn. Um, Larry Fitzgerald was on ESPN uh, Sunday with Rex Ryan and, and, and Randy Moss. And he basically comes out. This is a guy I know on record that basically does not like Kyler Murray. Uh, that's one of the reasons he didn't go back to Arizona. He basically said, no, Kyler Murray deserves to not to have any input on this fucking coaching hire. We don't know shit about coaches. We don't know the process. We should not be involved in the process. There's the, no doubt. You got involved when you got $250 million. Now, obviously, cancel culture is going to talk shit because I'm going to say 
I'm not going to say shut up and dribble LeBron like LeBron told him, but dog, you got $250 million. Play the fucking game that we're paying you to play and deal with the coach. And your job is to fucking make the coach's fucking play call work. That's your job at the end of the day. I don't care who calls the play. Your job is to make the play work. And you don't do that. It doesn't matter who calls the play. So does it matter to you that 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 everyone's blowing this thing up, that he's he has a huge input on the new hire? Well, it's ridiculous. Oh. It, like, like if he was if he was not part of the problem in Arizona, I'd get it, right? Like if it was Tom Brady, if it was even, I know you're not a huge fan, but Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson back when he was with the Texans. Like if it's somebody that's played at a really high level, sure, get their input. But Kyler Murray's been awful. The fuck do we want his opinion for? Just because you paid him? That was your dumbass fault. This this kid knows more about Call of Duty than, than coaching an NFL football team. Like, why are we weighing in his options or his thoughts? Yeah, it, it, I, I don't know. It's crazy. I was breaking down Mahomes last night uh, before, during the, during uh, during these games. We were watching Mahomes, me and my buddy who knows quarterback play too. We were like, you know, it's real easy. This is how you can kind of really def- break down Mahomes. We know he's a freak and he's a talent, and we I get it. Uh, I just think he's overrated. That's all I've said. I, said. I didn't say he was garbage. I didn't say he was a shitty kid. I didn't say none of that shit. You know, I, I've had DMs. Zach in the last week that said, JB, you were my mentor and hero. Now I hope you die. <laughs> I told me, I'm like, dog, this is real shit. These motherfuckers are really that fucking like the Whoever. whole place is for some of these. You should have heard, you should see my Bill's Mafia new fan base I have. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter what who what so my goal for this this week is Zach. I'm gonna bash every fan base quarterback in the country so I could get a new fan base in that particular ge- geographic. So it's a new it's a new model of mine to to gain uh, popularity. So <laughs> no, let me ask you this: He got hurt. He hurt his toe. Remember, he got hurt his toe, and then he was, oh, yeah. was kind of hurt, and he he was forced to stay in the pocket and throw the ball. Yeah. He struggled mildly, to say the least. When he yeah. can't improvise and get out the pocket and fucking throw behind his back and underhanded and fucking left-handed, he is so fucking average. But nobody wants to talk about that shit. They all think it's dog. He has the he leads the league in yak yards. That means he got the ball at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage and had more yards from there than any other quarterback in the NFL. And he actually trails Geno Smith. With balls thrown in the teeth of the defense. So, but nobody breaks that shit down at all. And that's all my point is. I'm like, dude, I'm not saying he's not a freak. I'm not saying Josh Allen ain't a freak. I'm not saying Mahomes ain't a freak. But I'm saying if you really know football like we do and you break him down, then you'll see that he does a lot of shit, dog, that's very, very gimmicky. And it without Andy Reid, I would love to see Mahomes in fucking Washington. <laughs> Or, or, or Houston, and I would love to see the greatness being talked about him in Houston or some shit program like that. Like, dog, this guy has benefited from one of the best rosters for four years. But anyway, I'm not defend. I'm not going to defend myself about him. But I'm just saying, I think he's a hell of a freaking nature and all that. We all know the things that he's done. But dog, there was a reason he wasn't very good at Texas Tech. Why nobody wants to talk about that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh- you know how it is. So, there's what sometimes, a lot of times actually in the NFL, it's about fit. 
It's about roster fit, scheme fit. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a great example, right? He's had some success because of the scheme they run, the roster they built. If you put him on the fucking Browns, it's like, good luck. Like, this is a pro-style offense. You're fucked. But you put him in Baltimore where they they do some things because he's athletic. They, you know, they, they, they gave him great checkdowns and J.K. Dobbins and Mark Andrews. And all of a sudden, Lamar's had success. Now, he might not be great, but they've won games, and he's had, you know, wow moments. And I don't think that's that's changed much. I mean, you look at Brett Favre and some of the shit he used to do in Green Bay. You'd be like, what the fuck was that? That was gimmicky as shit, but he was, a, he was just kind of a baller. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Cliff Kingsbury's apparently in Thailand. I've heard that he's had like three or four melon bride broads. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think he's doing in Thailand, dog? Is he just going to get another one? Or... Uh, like, how can you have the adapt? I mean, I'm just curious here. You either got so this is what a buddy of mine told me. Apparently, that he he hit two big stocks in the last year. He hit two big stocks, like big time stocks. And uh, you know, it's easy when you have money to bet a lot of money on stocks, right? Because like yeah. me and you had a couple million to just throw away on some stocks and got lucky and hit them. Fuck, good for yeah. hitting the lotto. Apparently, he hit a couple big stocks, and I guess. I don't know. I just I'm going back to the generation that we're in, dog. And these young cats, these young coaches are like, I, I never knew that McVeigh at 36 could really contemplate on. Oh, I've done enough. I'm fucking done. Uh, Kingsbury goes to Thailand and tells every 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 NFL head coach and GM, I'm not interested in an OC job right now. I'm going to Thailand. Hey. Like, dog, where are we? Is, is, is he wait? Is Cliff waiting for another head college job? You think is he more fit for that, or is he just NFL now? Listen, he's doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. That's what his bank account says he can do. So he's That's gonna go bang saying. out some bang out some tie hookers, like get you know get, get his life where he wants it, and then come back and he'll do whatever the fuck he wants. He could sit on a beach for the rest of his life. He could go into TV probably, go back to college, go coordinate in the NFL. He he can do whatever the hell he wants. So. I'm, I'm not mad at him. You fire me with four years left on my contract and pay me a lump sum. My ass is going to Thailand for a couple months too. Hey, I, 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 I guess uh, there's a lot of shit out there about uh, what what he's doing in Thailand. There's all these different videos out here. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these Thailand videos. This is him in Thailand, apparently. Uh, you know, that's not him, obviously, but you know, it's it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's killing this dude in Thailand, and I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck. If I had that much money, I don't give a fuck what you think. Like, I'm gonna do me. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'm I'm confused. Hey, there's there's about what is there? There's the Cardinals, the Panthers. I think the Panthers need to keep the head coach who's been the interim there. He's done a hell of a job, and he's an NFL ready guy. I don't know if you should go after anyone after after anyone else. I don't think Sean Payton will want to go to Carolina. He's in LA, living his LA life right now. Even though we're being flooded like no other. Dog, we went from the worst drought in the country to no longer in drought alert. <laughs> no shit. It came out in the news yesterday, and I'm like. That ain't a good thing because we live in the fucking land of mudslides and shit. So we're gonna lose Fuck, half yeah. the state. We're gonna lose half the state in the fucking Pacific Ocean. Like there's golf courses like a world famous Pebble Beach golf courses like underwater. And I'm like, God damn, dog, we're fucking we're we got some problems. And it's supposed to it's been raining all for two straight days here, and it's supposed to get worse. Um uh, it's the, the apocalypse. Next, huh? 
It's the apocalypse. <laughs> and then I'm looking at all these TikTok videos. I love it when I, it's the end of days. And I'm like, I go back to 16. I go, well, we actually had worse rains than this in 2016. I just want to throw that out there. So, right. and, and, and then they go back to the Bible. Well, uh, end of days, before the earthquake levels California, which is going to do in the next several days. I'm like, really? You're going to, so there's going to, we're done. I'm in California. We're done, huh? So this is it. This is maybe our last show, Zach. Uh, <laughs> California's going to fall off because the, apparently the storms that we're having now is what the Bible said will happen before the big earthquake. Well, it, it was great knowing you, JB. <laughs> exactly. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't seen anything about dinosaurs in the Bible yet, though. No. That's crazy. I, I'm like, no. Where the where, where are we talking about dinosaurs at in the Bible? Uh, I don't know. But that's a whole other thing. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to hurt the Derek Carrs of the world in the faith-based region. And did you see Derek Carr got into a church and made his gave, gave his reasoning to leaving the, the Raiders and shit in a Las Vegas church? He came in there and addressed the church as a guest speaker and basically had a full-on ESPN press conference in there. And I'm just sitting there like, dog, this guy is a fucking mockery. I, so he, he delivered the sermon, and the sermon's message was why he left the Raiders? <laughs> Devontae Adams had one of his best career years. Well, actually, he didn't. He just broke the Raider record for a single season because he was less targeted than he's ever been. Um, but we don't want to get into that. But, yes, yeah, he's, he's breaking down all this shit. But Hunter Renfo had his worst season. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. Like, uh, it's, it's all kind of shit. I'm just sitting there like, damn. Really? We're going to do it in church talking about why you left the Raiders, dog? Like, come on, man. Like, get it me fucking break. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where uh, he ends up. There's a lot of quarterback openings, man, um, in the NFL. There's a lot of uh, talk on where people are going. Uh, Lamar, obviously, is seeing his last days. Uh, If you had to bet, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay or leaving? I mean, at some point, I I think he's – He's had enough of that organization. I mean, honestly, I think he's like, fuck you guys. This is awful. He's gone. Yeah, I think he's out. What about Tom Brady? Uh, It would be interesting to see how they do in the postseason. I need to know who you're picking tonight because I'm five for five on the weekend, and I I got a six-leg parlay tonight. I need to know who your pick is before I either cash out or ride it out. Really? So you've already won your five? So I did a six-game parlay just – you know, like, fuck it, I'll pick all six. And I'm five for five right now. And I'm like, fuck, do I bet on Dak Prescott versus the GOAT? Like, Wait, so you didn't already pre-pick them? You don't have No, them? I did. I picked the Cowboys, but I'm about to cash that bitch out because I, I don't trust it at all. <laughs> oh, so you don't have to play the sixth game? No, you can cash it out. Like, it'll let you cash out the bet. Like, you obviously, I'll make less money, but but I can cash it out and not, not ride it out all the way. Man, everything's telling me that everyone's picking Tampa and Tom Brady and everyone's thinking they're going to But I'm like, dude, I think I see Dallas can win the game. But then since I wake up today and I'm like, I wake up today and I see what I'm going to talk about later on in the show when you're gone, I wake up to this. And I'm like, this motherfucker at 46 still leads the league in fucking completions. And I'm like... I'm like, God damn. Oh, by the way, do you see Patrick Mahomes' name on there? I, do, I sure um, don't. <laughs> but I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, this motherfucker's 45. Um, hey, can he still play next year? Obviously, fuck, he, 
He's still throwing the ball for four. He just threw the ball for 400 and something yards two weeks ago in the NFL. So, um, and I'm like, does this guy allow his team to lose in a playoff game? And like in Tampa, I know it's a little cooler than normal in the country right now on the wet, on that side of the country, but it's still Tampa. It's not, it's not Buffalo. So he's going to be in a decent weathered game. Um, Man, I just my gut tells me he's gonna win again, and then I and now I see he's gonna go to fucking, I think he's gonna go to Frisco after that. Ah, I don't know. You got Dallas already, so you can't change the pick, right? I can't change the pick. I mean, I I will certainly hedge it because because the Bucks are underdogs, so I can hedge it to make sure I don't lose money. But I'm thinking about just cashing it out and cutting cutting any chance and just making you know, I mean, it's still gonna be plus four hundred, so four hundred percent increase. I'm just trying to figure out if I should ride it out and just do a small hedge just to cover my losses or if I should just fucking cash it out. <coughs> I don't know. I mean, it just depends on the money. Scared money don't make money. I mean, that's a, that's a fact. Hey, if you're the mattress guy to bet on, t- uh, you're the mattress guy and fucking won 3 million and then he got lost his ass the other day again. So I don't, I mean, it just depends. I don't know. Let it ride. Hector's my betting guy and in the, in the, he works for MGM. He's saying, let it ride. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's 50 degrees tonight. It's going to be 50 degrees in this at this game. I don't believe that really matters. Tom Brady played in fucking New England for 20 years. No doubt. Uh, Dak's the one that's going to struggle. Um, so <laughs> here, here's an interesting take before you get out of here, though. Here, here's I want to I want to show you this deal. This is the uh, I believe this is the NFC quarterbacks that are currently playing right now um tom brady's 35 and 12 kirk cousins one and two dak prescott one and three in his life jalen hurts is zero and one brock purdy's now one and oh daniel jones one and oh geno smith oh and one the stars are aligning for tom brady to go back to a fucking super bowl based on that quarterback play in the nfc brock purdy I'm saying that I think he's surrounded by a great utility group of rosters players. Um, he doesn't have that perimeter outside threat, but he's got a bunch of guys inside that they can run and play out. And, you know, Shanahan hides Debo well and uh, all these different guys, McCaffrey and Kittles and all this. But he's an ad-lib quarterback, too. He's not sitting back there fucking just gunning dig routes and fucking in between the fucking corner. <coughs> He's a guy that's moving with his feet, throwing guys open after they get open because he moved with his feet. And I, I just want to see him behind, man. This team's so loaded and, and rostered loaded, and they got a great talented roster, and Shannon does a good job of what he has. Do they get rid of Trey Lance and keep Purdy, or what do they do now? And Jimmy G's still there, too. Where – what is the the Niners have something there that's more uh, pressing than possibly even uh, even worried about the next opponent? They got to worry about the franchise and what do they do um, with Trey Lance? I don't think Trey Lance is the guy. I never did. He hasn't no. played in three fucking four years now. Almost like I take Purdy over Trey Lance all day long. But I I'm trying to think like Tom Brady comes open, Aaron Rodgers comes available. What do you do? Well. That- Trey Lance ain't the answer. I don't think Brock Purdy is either. And I don't think Jimmy G is. I mean, I, I yeah, if you can get Aaron Rodgers, I go get him. Yeah, I agree. I, Aaron Rodgers, I see him in Vegas or the Niners. For sure. That's just my that's my game. What do you got? What do you got today on your show? Oh, we're talking. I, I don't know it's entirely. We, we got we got to talk about uh some of this this local media around here in Columbus. Just some some bitch made cats. Really. 
Oh, <laughs> bro. I could go on for I could go on for days about them. They're they, going they after all, you. Huh? They're going after you? No, no, no. They just suck Ohio State's dick so hard. And anytime I do a show, they immediately want to come out and say, like, oh, well, CJ Stroud hasn't decided yet. It's like, bitch, yes, he did. Shut the fuck up. Like, that's it right there. I got these hats if you want to send them to him. I got these shirts. <laughs> Don't be a bitch, mate, cat. Uh, I will. I'm going to order one for him. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you coming on, man, as always, on this Menace Monday. And uh, I'll let you uh, next week. Sounds good, bro. All right, man. Enjoy it. Later. Right. Yep. Um, Zach Smith, as always. I appreciate him. Um, can't wait to get after this. Uh, before I get on with the show, I haven't talked. We haven't got too far in. We uh, Zach joined me right in the beginning, so it's uh, it's great. Uh, my Instagram was suspended. I, I said in the beginning of the show, Eddie, my Instagram was suspended. Uh, listen, real quick, I deleted my. I made a, a post because I was tired of seeing. Uh, you know the 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 Queen of the South. Um, she calls herself. Um, she calls herself the Football Queen of the South. Listen, this will be the last time I talk about her. I tried to be nice. I was very nice. I was cordial. I said, bygones be bygones. Whatever it is, you don't like me or you don't like the situation. It is what it is. So I, did, I never did anything. I, I came on this show. I am on record saying good luck to you. Um, she's continued to make videos about me. She's had 140 tweets about me in 48 hours. Hey, dog, that's starting to get to be stalker material. All right. It's starting to become weird as shit. So I found out her husband was following me on Twitter. I did not know. He has 35 followers. So, I mean, again, these bottom feeders are these people, man, that that want that need us to talk about them. Listen, I just want to make a fucking announcement to you guys. Don't give them the juice. Don't go over and talk to them. Don't go see them. I'm just telling you. I'm done with it. This is it. Because I actually deleted the post that I made about him, which was a screenshot about what she said about me. Bitch ass shit. Back and forth. I'm like, dude, I'm tired. I'm not this fucking little kid. I'm not going to be going back and forth on social media. She's making fake fucking contracts. She's making all kinds of shit, which is now becoming uh, bigger issues. So listen, I was, I, was, uh, I was told to delete those things. And now we have everything we want. We're going to screenshot. We've, we've kept all that. We're, we're keeping all that. And now we're going to let that shit work itself out in other ways. Because now she's starting to use uh, my name in her mouth. And uh, she's lying. She's using uh, things that I am a felon, that I'm fraud, that uh, I've done all these things. Well, actually, I haven't. And I have a perfectly clean record. Contrary to your belief. So you are lying now. And now it's defamation and a bunch of other shit. So you know. So I'm leaving it alone. This is it. This is what I was told to do. I'm out of it. No more. Because the attention is what she needs to gain a show that gets 70 followers. Okay? 70 views. Dog, listen. It's over. Let's get it down. Uh, I'm done with it. And uh, that is what it is. So it is what it is. Listen, um, I was the bigger man too the whole time. Um, I was uh, I was the bigger man the whole time. I wished her the best of luck, dog. I really did. But at this point, you know, what I mean, you can't just keep. You're like you're stalking me. It's like holy shit, lady, you're stalking me. Like let it go. I mean, go worry about yourself. I and then and then I got to be honest. She she she's 
her cameo, she does cameo apparently. She charges $25. She did a cameo, and on her cameo, it says she's the MILF of all MILFs, and and she's the host of the Coach JB show. <laughs> You're the host of the Coach JB show? Holy shit. I'm like, holy shit. This person delusional. So anyway, she is a stalker. She needs us. Don't give it to her. It's over. I'm done. And uh, now she's like, now I, I unblocked you. Why don't you unblock me? First of all, you blocked me. That's why I blocked you. So we're playing this tit for tat. And now that I called your husband out and you're, you out, now all of a sudden you don't have the fuel because your husband's not seeing what I post because he was a bitch made cat following me. So now you want to unblock me because you got called out. How ironic does that work? It don't work that way. And I don't work on your time. I don't move on your time. So just be, just be understand that. Just understand. Be careful. Uh, that is where it is. It's over. I'm done. Don't ever bring it up to me. I don't want to see any videos or messages. Don't send them to me. I don't fucking care. She's irrelevant. She's always going to be irrelevant. She's irrelevant, okay? Um, that's it. And I'm not going to talk shit about her and her kids and what she does. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I've heard all these different messages. I don't really care. Um, it is what it is. Each is our. We've all fucked up and done our own things. Got to move on and uh, wish her the best. I still wish her the best. I don't care. I don't hate nobody. Uh, let's get on to uh, a lot of this shit. I want to get into but what do I know segment. All right. What do I know about Daniel Jones? But y'all rather talk shit that I call Mahomes and Allen overrated. And y'all want to say that I said Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson were going to play each other Colts and Broncos. And you guys talk shit that I said Matt Ryan is an NFL quarterback and da-da-da, but you now say that Mahomes and Allen are overrated. You're a joke and a clown. Okay, well, Matt Ryan's top 10 of all time in all statistical categories, FYI. So he is the definition of an NFL quarterback, okay? Especially ones that goes to the Super Bowl, which he has been. Um, now, we can argue that they blew a lead and... It's funny to me that you guys all talk about, is it Allen's fault that he don't play defense? Does Derek Carr play defense? Does Lamar play defense? So did Matt Ryan play defense? You fucking hypocritical fucking shitbirds. Does Matt Ryan play defense? So it's ironic when I talk about guys and then the first thing you like to talk about is the defense. Lamar Jackson don't play defense. Derek Carr don't play defense. But Matt Ryan does, right? He gets a pat. He gets the one. He's the one that you come after me because I gave you a trigger word that you ran with. Last night I did an overrated post that has like a fucking hundred thousand things on Twitter. And I said, overrated Josh Allen. Guess what? Ah, uh, now it's that age. Well, the Buffalo Bills won, dummy. Time out. Go back to the post, you fucking imbecile. Did I ever say the Bills were gonna lose? It blows my mind that a trigger word allows you fucking idiots to talk about some shit that I never said. I never said the Bills were losing, you dumb fuck. I said one thing, overrated. And you motherfuckers took it and said, the Bills are, I was supposed to say the Bills lost. <laughs> I love how you get these trigger words and you blow them up. I love how you get the trigger, trigger words and you blow them up. So, blows my mind. And then I get the chat. What about those 49ers, big homie? What about them? 
What about you being a bitch and not fucking going against the grain and fucking picking somebody and dropping your nuts that nobody else wants to do? See, motherfucker, I'm scared money don't make money all day long. I'm taking the Seahawks all day long, contrary to your belief, because I don't give a fuck. I am going to be different. It is easy to be average, motherfuckers. That's why you're average in life, motherfucker. That's about your 49ers. I bet you this, though. 49ers don't win no fucking Super Bowl. You want to bet that? You want to bet that? (laughs) You want to bet that shit? So, So you Homer dick riders blow my mind. You Homer dick riders that love to fucking be so homered and enamored with your team. And anytime somebody talks about your team, you think that that guy is a clown and an asshole. And a, so you can have your own opinions. I cannot have mine. That's how this thing works, I guess, when you're this public figure, quote unquote, right? That is how it works, apparently, right? You guys are fucking jokes. You guys are the fucking epitome of what the country is. And it's sad. We are a joke. You motherfuckers don't have no clue. You don't know how to argue in a barbershop. You've never done it. We talked about it Friday. You don't know how to argue in a barbershop. You can't bet. You can't argue in a barbershop. <laughs> you can't argue in a barbershop. So, hey, you guys can all. The Seahawks were up by one point at halftime, but I'm the clown. If Geno Smith don't fumble the football, they go down and score. They are up in the game again. And now we're going to see Purdy play from behind again. Dog. Miss me like you're acting like this was just the worst pick ever. Motherfucker, they were up at half. Shut the fuck up. Get off my dick and tell a bitch to come here. Um, Contrary to belief, I got to get right to it. I haven't even talked about it. Um, Let me get to contrary to belief. Uh, Some mountains are put in your path to be shown. You can move them. Dog, some of you motherfuckers don't realize there's obstacles in front of you for a reason. So you can move them and show folks that you can and give them the guide to success. So maybe your kids can see the mountains you moved as a dad struggling in your life. And that motherfucker may not claim mental health and have some fucking nuts and guts. But too many kids are seeing their daddies and mamas quit and bitch out because there's a mountain in front of them and they don't want to fucking move it. And then they're going to say, oh, suicide's at an all-time rate. We got this and this because we're fucking soft, mentally soft. That is what it is. Just keep it real. Don't get it twisted. Move the fucking mountain, man. Teach your kids something. Um, Your mind will always believe everything you tell it, good or bad, contrary to belief. If you feed your mind with positivity, you're going to be positive. If you feed your mind with hustle, you're going to go hustle. If you feed your mind with quit, you're going to go quit. Feed your mind, dog. It's called brain food. Brain food. You need it every day. I did it with my staff every day. I did it with my players every day. I did it with everyone I come across. I'll give you a quote of the day. You can take it or not. I'm not force feeding it. I'll give you contrary to belief, you take it or not. But contrary to belief, every fucking thing you tell your brain, good or bad, it believes. So go tell yourself you can believe you're going to go fucking make money. You're going to 
start a great career. You're not going to be a fucking quitter. Like, I'm just telling you, go do that. Some days are better, some days are worse. Take the good with the bad and keep coming back for more. Contrary to belief. Some days are bad, dog. Some days are even worse. Most days are bad. Most days are even worse. Just so you know. Most common folk live a life with bad days and worse days. Most common folk don't live a glorious life where they wake up in a fucking Taj Mahal mansion, go look outside at their pool, and watch their kids play inside the white picket fence. That ain't reality. 99% of us in this chat are from the world that we have a bad and a worse day most days. Again, what are you telling your brain? That you're done, you're fucked, your life's over? Or are you telling your brain, you know what? Fuck, I'm tired of having bad and worse days. Let me fucking ass get out of bed, make my bed, start the day off right, and then go fucking grind and figure it out. It ain't going to happen today either. Might not happen tomorrow. Might not happen next year. But it will happen if you fucking persevere. Develop some goddamn tough skin. I don't understand why it's so fucking hard for you to understand that. You know why it is? Because we live in a fucking world, dog. We live in a world where I, I, my buddy Chad sent me this picture. And I, I, I love that he sends me these things that I could show. Because you know me, I'm, I'm going to show the real. I do believe what he told me. He's like, this world that we're living in right now, this generation that we're in right now is going to be defined between like 1992 and 2022. Now, I've been on record on my show years ago, last year. And I said, you know, our kids lost the grit, the fight, the respect of elders saying, yes, sir, no, ma'am, saying thank you, saying please. Kids have lost this, and I say it, and I went back 20 years. I went back 20 years, and I'm like, around 20 years ago, early 2000s, we started to allow shit instead of coach it. And I take it back to 20 years because I was like, this is where we starting to see the parents started to allow it. We started to see more single-family homes. We started to see a lot of different things change, and... Now, we've had single home my whole life, 46 years. I'm not saying it just started. What I'm saying is it started to become real prevalent. We started really seeing it more and more and more because of social media, cell phones, et cetera. Now, he brought up 92 to 2022. And I'm like, well, definitely the world's changed. And you can argue change for the worse, change for the better. That's your argument, whatever it is. The world changes, we know. Everything changes. I don't give a fuck what we do. But... I showed you the cover of Cosmopolitan last week, and that's the new healthy, right? Big old fat bitch with armpit hair looking like she just fucking weighed in at 645 pounds, and that's the new healthy. Well, I want to show you 1992, okay? I'm going to show you the 1992... cover of Calvin Klein and the new 2022 cover of Calvin Klein. And then you tell me what you think. There's the Calvin Klein 92. Here's the Calvin Klein 2022. Is that DJ Khaled? (laughs) 
Is that fucking DJ Khaled, homie? Who the fuck is that? Like, is this real shit? Is this real shit? There's no way that the cover of Cosmo and the cover of Calvin Klein has changed this dramatically. Why? Why are we so fucked up? I'm confused. Why is this the new... Because mediocre mediocrity is the new excellence. That is why all you people think Mahomes is the greatest. Josh Allen's the greatest. This is why you think this. Because mediocrity has become the new fucking excellence. And I'm going to continue to drill that quote or saying or whatever. I don't know where I got it from. I just... I came up with it one day on the show, and I said, I, was, I, said, I think I'm going to make that a shirt. Derek, we need to make that a T-shirt ASAP. Mediocrity has become the new excellence. JB, that's my quote. I'm fucking getting it trademarked and patented today. I'm just telling you, that is what it is. That is what it is. You guys think these guys are so fucking great because they could throw the fucking football for a long way, and Josh Allen can hurdle a guy, and he's a freaking nature, and da-da-da-da-da. Like, dog, miss me with that shit. Miss me with that shit. I'm tired of hearing about this shit. It's mediocrity, dog. Mediocrity is what it is. But you're in a generation where you've been allowed to get away with mediocrity. And you think that it's great because your mama didn't beat that ass and your daddy didn't beat that ass and they allowed you to get away with fucking whatever you wanted to do. And your coaches allowed you to transfer four times and they kissed your ass and sucked your dick and they told you you could be late to practice and miss class and still play. That is why we are fucked up. That is why the new mediocrity is the new excellence. That is why you guys allowed this shit for a long, long time, period. So I'm just being real. Like, I'm confused as to why you think that Josh Allen's so fucking godly. Like, why? Why is he so godly? (laughs) Uh, uh, Why is Josh Allen so godly? What has he done? Mahomes has been to two Super Bowls. He's thrown two touchdowns. Why is he so godly? By the way, Andy Reid has also been to several Super Bowls, and he's been there before, and I would start leaning on Andy Reid. And without Andy Reid, Mahomes is very, very uh, debatable as far as what we think of him. When Andy Reid goes bye-bye, I already can see the excuse. Oh, well, Mahomes is 30 now. Mahomes is 30 years old now. Shut the fuck up. I can tell you right now, I see through the bullshit. You don't because your resumes don't allow it. You don't know what the fuck it is I'm I'm talking about. You don't have a clue, TikTokers. Stay working at Walmart. You don't know what I know. Just shut the fuck up. That is what you cats don't understand. You don't have a clue about this shit. Let me handle it. I got it. Trust me. You don't got it. All you got is a social media platform that you think is important. It's not. It's not important. And I don't, Instagram deleted and it disabled me again. Dog, 
shocker, shocker alert. It is what it is. I'm not going to silence myself because people delete me on social media. I don't give a fuck. And and if they all delete me, dog, we already know why. It is what it is. But listen, I'm going to keep doing my thing, and I'm going to continue to walk my walk and talk my talk, and I'm still going to wake up, and I'm still going to figure it out. I'm not going to go out and go, Man, they shut down my YouTube, my Instagram, my life is over. Oh, my God. Ah, boom. Motherfucker, please. That's what the mentally fucking weak do. That is what the mentally weak do every single day. You know what I do? I'm wake up like, well, fuck, next part of my life. Fuck it. It's a good thing. That's how I look at it. I'm going to look at it as a good thing. I look at it as this. If enough people came forward and supported this show or me or what I say, then it'll be harder for the cancel culture to cancel you. But when you get half-ass buy-in, you get half-ass fucking results. You get half-ass effort. You get half-ass fucking worlds. <laughs> That's what we live in. We live in a half-ass world. Half of you are blue, half of you are red. Half of you are black, half of you are white. Half of you are pro, half of you are con. It is what it is, dog. But the bottom line is, some of you motherfuckers support motherfuckers that you have no fucking idea who they are. You just buy them because it's sexy. You buy Ciroc because he's a fucking, he's on a rap song and he does commercials and you think he's cool. But you don't buy the homies vodka. Because you motherfuckers are followers. You follow everybody and your dick riders. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. But what do I know when I say Daniel Jones is going to be, was going to have a fucking hell of a season? What do you, what do I know when I say Brian Dable is the reason why Daniel Jones? What do I know when I said Brian Dable should probably be the coach of the year because of what he's done in one year with a similar roster to what Joe Judge had? But what do I know? I don't hear anything. I don't get no one telling me. like I, I do. Let me rephrase that. Let me retract that. I got much love for everybody that comes to my aid and says, Coach, you've been calling Daniel Jones out from the jump, Brian Dable from the jump. You called out all this other stuff, okay? You called out all this other stuff. So let's just be honest, okay? Let's keep it real. I get it. You've called out all this stuff. Okay. The bottom line is, the bottom line is, you don't understand. There's a lot of, sh- hold on a second. Um, I just saw a big red thing. Joe Accord. Uh, end of school time. Steve Mac beat me. Support for the show. Become a member. This super chat is not for Sarah. Oh, Joe, you're a great man. Uh, hey, listen. This is the thing, you know, bottom line is this. You can say what you want to say about whoever you want to say it about. It doesn't really matter. There's guys that are loyal to whoever they're loyal to for whatever reason they're loyal for. All right. And then there's people that can't stand by anything. I hate the fact. I hate the fact that I that I couldn't pay my hundred dollar bet loss to Sarah. I hate the fact. Dog, 
She had me blocked on everything. I'm not going to try to find out where she lives. I'm not a stalker. But if she unblocks me and wants the $100, I will make it a public thing. I will pay the $100. I have no issue. But the $100 bet is not the issue. We all know that. It's about she thinks she was supposed to get paid some amount of money that this show doesn't even generate. So that is the main problem. Let's just be clear. Okay? So I lost the bet to Kelly in Vegas, too who's been on this show, Barstool Kelly. If you didn't know who Kelly in Vegas is, very beautiful, witty, understands sports. She does a lot of betting. I lost a bet to her too. Why don't you ask her about that? We bet a bottle of wine. We bet a bottle of wine, very decent and expensive bottle of wine. So, and go ask anyone in my fucking life, have I ever not paid a debt that I honestly owe? Not no bullshit one that you made up and think I owe you. No, a legitimate one. So I don't want to miss me with all the bullshit. Oh, you don't pay your debt. Okay. No, I actually do. And I said it on several occasions. I have no issue paying a bet that I lost. But it's funny that I am supposed to go fucking figure out how to pay this broad when I have no means to. Like, motherfucker, I'm not going to turn over rocks to figure out how to pay you. If you want to fucking be petty, you stay petty and stay broke. I'm not going to pay you my loss unless you fucking do something that proves it. Show me your, give me your address. Send it to me. You fucking watch the show. Send me your address. Holy shit. How hard is it to find me? Seriously, people, how hard is it to find me? Come on, dog. Um, It is what it is. So let me ask you. I called Daniel Jones. I called Lamar Jackson. I said, Lamar Jackson is not sustainable. I said, Justin Fields, not sustainable. But I said, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was the trigger word, y'all. Matt Ryan was the trigger word that we were looking for because Matt Ryan had a bad year. The Colts had went through fucking three coaches in a shit show organization, and we're going to blame Matt Ryan. Cool. That's what it is. That's why we're the goat and we're the hero, right? We're the shit bird or the hero. That's what quarterbacks are. That's why we get paid the most money. Just so FYI out there that you all know so much about. So Matt Ryan trigger word because I said Matt Ryan, the Colts. That's the trigger word. But no, everyone forgot Daniel Jones. Everyone forgot about my me and Derek Carr and Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson and Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield. Everyone's forgotten about all that. It's ironic how that works. Everyone forgot about how I said Dak Prescott's fucking garbage. Everybody forgot about all that. Leads the league in picks. But I'm just saying, what do I know? Everyone forgot about the car in the fields. Oh, I'll wait. I mean, yeah, I picked the Seahawks. Well, scared money don't make money. Uh, fucking easy to pick the 49ers. Who the fuck wants to? Everybody's going to pick the 49ers. It's easy. Drop your nuts and go out on a limb. If Gino don't fumble, Purdy's asshole puckers up. And that is fact. But it's okay. What do I know? Ravens played with quarterback, average quarterback play yesterday. Just so we're clear. Huntley is average at best in the NFL. Average at best. 
I would say below average, yet played better than they have all year in the red zone besides the fumble that cost them the game. Proving, again, what do I know? That average quarterback play and surrounding your team with a great roster and play good defense and run the football. Dog, that team rallied behind Huntley because Huntley is available and told them, I'll drop my nuts. Fuck everybody else. Lamar Jackson didn't want to travel with the team. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm going to ride or die. And you know what? That team ride or die with that motherfucker. It's unbelievable. So many of you bitch-made cats will praise Lamar like Quincy Avery's praising Lamar today. For missing a game that he's available for in a fucking playoff, which we grew up in the hood, in the street, in our neighborhood, wanting to be in as a kid, watching our fucking mentors and our idols and our fucking heroes. And now we're there and you can't be the hero and the mentor and the idol for these young kids now by playing the game that you're supposed to love. Because of a fucking contract dispute that your ass put yourself in by hiring your own mama as an agent and betting on yourself, motherfucker, you lost the bet, homie. You lost the bet. So now you need to go figure it out. But quitting because you lost the bet? Come on, dog. Quitting? They played for Huntley yesterday. And they fucking played well. Deservingly should have won the game. But we don't deserve shit in this world. We don't deserve shit in this world, by the way. You have to go earn it. And they lost the game to the Bengals. And Huntley played well as he could have. In my opinion, he played as well as he could have played. Okay? Minus the fumble, he played as well as you could have played. And the fumble was an effort football play that you really can't fault a kid for as a coach. You can't fault a kid as a coach when that motherfucker was trying his damnedest. And you can tell Huntley gave it his all last night. He gave his all. Blood, sweat, and tears. He left it on the field. He just doesn't have the talent, all right? He doesn't have the fucking talent. But I made a comment. Average quarterback play with a team that buys in with an app with a roster that plays good defense and can run the football, you can win in this league. And they had a better night on offense in the red zone than they did with Lamar Jackson, even though we can all say, oh, but Lamar Jackson, we could have ran the quarterback last night and won the game. He could have ran. Well, guess what? I don't believe they would have even been in the game. How do you know he doesn't fucking turn the football over three times and throws fucking two pick sixes? You don't know. The Lamar Jackson has been playing lately has been garbage. And their team has been garbage. But bottom line is you don't see it that way. You think that this motherfucker is okay to miss a playoff game. If you think it's okay to him miss a playoff game in his job that he makes money at, then that's the problem. That is the problem with society. You think it's okay because why? He's a public figure? But, dog, you don't look at yourself. You don't look at yourself and say, damn, if I miss my job today and don't clock in at Walmart, and if I don't clock in at the post office, I would be fired. But you give everyone else a pass. You give everyone else a pass. And that is what, I, it blows my mind. It blows my mind that you get a pass. 
you give motherfuckers a pass. And I'm just like, shit. It just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. I I, I don't see where Lamar Jackson fits either, by the way. Uh, Mr. Hadley uh, gives me a lot of good data, man. Great guy, uh, producer on uh, the Whitlock show. He thinks that the best fit for Lamar Jackson is New Orleans. I don't disagree totally. I don't totally disagree with that. Um, with Kamara, arguably a good defense. Um, but you have to completely turn your offense into Baltimore South. You have to completely take your offense in Baltimore and move it to the Saints. See, a lot of people don't understand football in totality, so they all want to blame. I see these females and I see all these 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 social media influencers who know nothing about football really, but they, you know, they 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 have a following because of whatever reason. I'm not going to get into that. They say that who's worse, Roman or McVay or uh what's his name the the OC last night that that for uh Roman's OC for the Ravens um the OC for uh the Vikings anyway who's worse and i'm sitting there like do you realize how good of a fucking coach coach Roman is in Baltimore do you understand even what he does schematically do you people that don't know football even have a fucking clue how good Roman is do you understand he's fucking as legit as it gets when it comes to fucking coaching offense? Do any of you have a fucking clue what he does on offense to make that offense work with Lamar Jackson, who's very limited, contrary to all you fucking fanboys' belief and fangirls' belief? That you understand that the job Roman's done on offense is a top-tier job by anyone's stretch of any coaching anyone that has any fucking clue about football will understand and know that Roman is probably the best offensive coordinator in football for what he has to do to create an offense for a quarterback who can't throw a fucking hitch ball on time just so we are understandably clear here okay I just want to make sure we're clear Roman has won with every style of offense, by the way. And he's been to Super Bowls, by the way, as an offensive coordinator, running completely different styles, contrary to all your fucking beliefs. So, you have not a fucking clue that they face a bear front every single day with Lamar Jackson. None of you don't know what bear front even means. That means the safeties are down in the box. We got a fucking seven-man box, a nose guard, two three or four-eye technique, two edge walk-up guys, two inside backers. Safeties are down. We're in cover zero telling Lamar Jackson, beat us with your arm because you're not beating us with your feet. So we see bare front more than any other team in football. The Ravens do. But all you know so much, do you know how hard it is to run standard general football plays against a bare front? Do you know it is not very good football to run inside zone to bear? Do you understand it's not really good you're a hat short or two hat shorts when it comes to running like certain plays versus bear? So you know what you have to do? You have to run certain counter plays by pulling certain people, down blocking certain people in particular ways that is not 
really conventional. So when you see a bare front, maybe we have to take this guard to the nose and we have to pull the center and then the backside tackle. So then we can still read the walk up edge guy in the bare front and still get a hat on the play side. And then we have to wrap a floater around to fucking block for Lamar if he pulls the football. Or we have to block the floater the other way to get us a gain, gain us a fucking football hat on the play side of the defense because they're in fucking bear and cover zero and we can't throw the football. So we have to run the football versus seven man box every single play. Do you know how hard that is? No, you don't. You have no fucking clue ESPN analysts. But guess what today is today is Monday and on get up. My good friend, Dan Orlovsky is praising Daniel Jones today. I've heard everybody on ESPN tell me how bad Daniel Jones has been for two years. Have you not? Now, all of a sudden, he's good. Now, all of a sudden, Daniel Jones is good. But what does JB know? I think I'm the only motherfucker who's ever said that this motherfucker is legit and needs a fucking offensive coordinator, head coach, structurally. I think I'm the only one that said he needs a fundamental sound structure and he'll be a top 10 quarterback. I think I'm the only one that I've heard say it on any type of platform but what do i know now daniel jones is good ryan clark bitch ass daniel jones is good now homie i've heard you several times talk about how garbage he is motherfucker it's fucking blows my mind that nobody carries these cats with the same fucking receipts that you do with me when i say mahomes is overrated you want to call me out but not these motherfuckers Man, get your bitch asses out of here. Y'all can suck my dick. You motherfuckers are all soft, cowardly keyboard fucks who don't want to call out mainstream media because you're soft, but you'll call me out. <laughs> you motherfuckers are jokes. I just want to make sure that so many of you bitch-made cats will praise Lamar today. And talk about how great of a decision it was for him to stay away from the team and et cetera, et cetera. No, y'all are soft. You've never served with anyone in your life. You never played with anyone in your life. And you've never played for anything if that is how you fucking feel. Period. Point blank, period. If you ain't never served in no military or served for somebody or with somebody that their life depended on it, or that their brother depended on you to get that block on the edge, or you to pick up that blitz for the quarterback to get the ball off, or for the quarterback to take a fucking chin shot, split his fucking wig open, and throw a touchdown. If you never lived that life, shut the fuck up. You have no clue what it means to take your three kids and your wife to watch a fucking player play, spend $700, and the motherfucker don't play and show up and load manages. You must have never done that. You've never been in those shoes either because it's evident. And you all need to just shut the fuck up. Just be real. Say you've never played it. Say you've never coached it. Say you've never been in the armed forces and had to depend on someone or have somebody else depend on you. Just say it. Just say it, homie. Just be real. 
Don't comment about shit you don't know about. Like, shut the hell up. Live your life, dog, and do you. Do good at what you do. Do good at what you know. We'd be a better place. But you can't. You can't do it. You need to get out of your lane because you need clout. You need fucking likes. You need tweets. You need somebody to watch your shitty fucking show where you pick TCU to blow out Georgia. Come on, football queen of the South. Come on. Oh, but you lost Kansas. <laughs> yeah, real fucking, you're really on the fucking precipice on the edge, walking on shells, picking fucking national championship games. <laughs> How about you pick KU in the beginning of the season to win fucking seven games like I did? How about you pick the Giants to go to the playoffs and win nine games before the season ever fucking started like I did? How about you pick Daniel Jones and go out on a limb and talk that shit and tell you how good he is when everyone talked about how shitty he was and not JB don't know nothing. How about you do that? Oh, oh, how about you go out and say JB, uh, Lamar Jackson's not sustainable? How about you go out and say Justin Fields ain't sustainable? Patrick Mahomes overrated. Josh Allen hasn't won a meaningful game yet. How Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the NFL? He lacks the Super Bowl. But he's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I take Joe Burrow to start any franchise. I take Joe Burrow right now. How about we talk about this is the new world we're in. Perception is reality. You all see it, and now you think it's okay to stay your fat ass at home and in bed and order Uber Eats instead of go walk your ass in the store and go shopping and lose a couple pounds. It's okay to park, drive around the parking lot for fucking six hours until you find the fucking closest spot. When you're asking, just go park in the back and walk your fat ass to the mall. How about my picture for the Niners to lose? Are you listening, Willie Brown? Are you listening to the show at all? <laughs> See, see, again, 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 again. Here's a guy that's a non-member. We're going to give a non-member some crowd. Some here you go. Rashard, your picture looks fucking real feminine, homie. I got to be honest. But since we're going to talk about you, you want to talk about last time you checked, they got four playoff wins. Okay, again, again, again. Mediocrity is the new excellence. He has four playoff wins, which I'm pretty fucking aware of, homie. I'm pretty aware of he has four playoff wins. Again, mediocrity is the new excellence. What fucking meaningful playoff win does he have, motherfucker? Last time I checked, they lost to fucking the Chiefs last year. Did they not? So where's the meaningful playoff win? Mediocrity, motherfucker. Your mediocre ass is so fucking soft. You fucking soft-ass motherfuckers. Bruce Helms, shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck. I just told you stop talking about the motherfucking broad. And I just said it's real easy to pick the fucking favorite, motherfucker. I think a lot of people pick this fucking 49ers, dumb fuck. Does that change what the fuck I picked? Motherfucker, 
I did. I pick, I'm gonna always pick the motherfucking gutter team, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck either. I love the dick riding soft pussy that wants to go with the fucking favorite team every time. By the way, LeBron James is the single most overrated NBA player of our generation. He isn't the best at any one fucking thing. Last night shows it again. He lets Russell Westbrook take the last shot to win the game. While LeBron James sits on top of the key, he's so fucking mentally soft. I'm tired. If you ever compare him to Kobe Bryant again, I'm blocking your dumb ass. If you don't think Kobe Bryant goes and takes the ball from Russell Westbrook at the end of that game, then get out of the fucking show right now. LeBron James sat at the top of the key and allowed his team to lose because he don't want to take a shot when it's nuts and guts time like Kobe thrived for, like Jordan thrived in, Bird, all these motherfuckers that thrive in these big-time moments. LeBron has shied away from big-time moments his entire career. And I'm going to make a cut-up of every meaningful fucking moment when it comes to last-second-minute shots to win fucking games where he's either passed the ball away, missed the free throw, or not even been involved in the play and then wants to throw his guys under the bus because he made a good pass and somebody missed the shot. No, motherfucker. You're LeBron James. You should take the shot. You're the greatest ever, motherfucker, right? Motherfucker, please. Kobe Bryant's laughing in his grave right now at how fucking weak you are and how soft your motherfucking ass is and how weak you've always been. You ain't the best passer ever. You ain't the best shooter ever. You ain't the best scorer ever. You ain't the best winner ever. You ain't the best dribbler ever. You ain't the best rebounder ever. You're not the best clutch shooter ever. How is he the best in the world of all time if he ain't the best at any one thing I just mentioned? So Magic's a much better passer. There's a million better shooters. There's a million better scorers. There's a million better defenders. There's a million better dribblers. There's a million better rebounders. So how is he the best? Because he won in Cleveland down 3-1 when when Green got hurt. Because if Green don't get hurt, you know that game's over. It's 4-1 game. But anyway, he won. Kudos, dog. And he won a bubble championship in L.A. He brought the Lakers a championship. Kudos. Clap it up for you. Motherfucker is garbage. He's a flopper. He's soft as pussy. He's got a fucked up hairline, and he don't want to take a meaningful shot in a meaningful game. Period. Period. So that's all I had to say about LeBron. I wanted to bring that up because I saw a video of that motherfucker, and his ass let Russell Westbrook take the last shot last night. That sums up LeBron James' career. Allowing another motherfucker to take the shot when you're LeBron James. You're the greatest GOAT. You're the GOAT, homie. Why are you letting Russell Westbrook, who can't shoot out of a fucking... He couldn't fucking hit a goddamn thing. And you're take you're not taking the last shot in a game to win against Philly, who's maybe coming out of the East? You had a chance to beat one of the best teams in the NBA, and your fucking ass is on top of the key sitting there like this? Get the fuck out of here, man. You motherfuckers are soft. Believe in that shit.
because you motherfuckers love trigger words and you love the optic. The optic is LeBron James is a phenom, freak of nature, athletic. So is Josh Allen. So is Patrick Mahomes. I don't mean they're the fucking best. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Just throwing that out there real quick. Motherfuckers are unbelievable how soft you motherfuckers are, dog. Oh, my God. Um, want to get into something real quick, though, before I... I talked to you about Patrick Mahomes' 41 touchdowns last year, or last week. I talked about Patrick Mahomes' 41 touchdowns last week. And I, and I told you, you know, 18 of his touchdowns are one to five yards. One to five yards, 18 touchdowns. 12 touchdowns were six to 10 yards. 30 touchdowns out of 41 were under 10 yards. Okay. Here's Joe Burrow's breakdown. One to five yard touchdowns, eight. 10 less than Mahomes. One to five yard touchdowns, he has eight. Six to 10 yards, Mahomes has 12. Burrow has six. Okay, six. By the way, if any of you want to have any debate about this at all, let's talk real football. Please, please let me know. I'm here all day. I have all to, all the time in the world. Because if we we're gonna, I'm gonna drop the mic real simply on this. If you think the Chiefs wideouts are anywhere near as good as the fucking Bengals wideouts, you're smoking crack. So again, you don't know football when you're gonna come out and say he has Chase, he has Higgins, he has Boyd. No shit. That is why one to five yard touchdowns should be where they are. But Mahomes has 18 of one to five yard touchdowns. <laughs> Dog, Burrow has eight because he throws the ball in the teeth of the fucking coverage. 11 to 20-yard touchdowns, Burrow has nine. 21 to 25-yard touchdowns, Burrow has one. 26 to 50, he has seven. And 51-yard touchdowns, he has four. He has 35 total touchdowns from distance. Mahomes has 41 total touchdowns. And look at the breakdown and just look at what we're throwing. Look at what we're seeing. Understand something. I'm not saying Mahomes is garbage. I'm not saying he's not elite. He's an elite talent. All I'm telling you is the motherfucker is an improviser who lives off of a talent-based, rich, schematical-driven coach, Andy Reid, who might be one of the best play callers in our generation. And without Andy Reid and all the dazzle, medazzle, gadazzle they do, Patrick Mahomes is not who you think he is. Patrick Mahomes struggles in Houston, Washington, anywhere. I can break down a thousand teams. He would fucking be average's best at. But all of you want to fucking be enamored by the underhand throw and the shovel pass. I'm like, dog, that's really what you think wins Super Bowls? He won a Super Bowl, coach. Yeah, he did. And he lost one and got dominated in it. And had a better roster. Sorry. He got shut down. He's thrown two touchdowns in two Super Bowls. He's thrown two touchdowns in two Super Bowls. Why don't you go look at the greatest quarterbacks of all times and how they perform in Super Bowls? How about look at Steve Young, Joe Montana, Troy Aikman? How about you go look at some of these quarterbacks that have dominated Super Bowls? Dog, the proof is in the pudding when I, when I talk. When I break this down, I know what I'm looking at. You don't. You don't have a fucking clue. 
but you think you know. <laughs> you don't know. And it's really embarrassing. But I got to fucking come out and say, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Because that's social media now. That's the life we live in, dog. That's the world we live in. <sighs> what up, boys? Jay is in the house. All you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not one, become one today. And make sure you join Slap Nation Discord. Coach's crew, get in the Discord. $2.99 a month. Get in there. Another dollar if you're a member. Add in there. Go in and get into the Discord, Slap Nation. Make sure you become a member today. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. We're going to have that new T-shirt. Mediocrity is the new excellence. That T-shirt's got to be got to drop ASAP, and I got to get me one ASAP. Um, where does Sean Payton end up? Poll question. Forgot to give it to you earlier because we had Zach right on the game. Where does Sean Payton end up? Please drop your question, your comments. I would love to discuss it with you. I call the Rams. I thought he was going to the Rams from what I heard, and I think he was going to the Rams uh, until McVay had a change of heart, contrary to all you fucking guys in here belief. Oh, I thought he was going to the Rams, Coach. You said he's going to the Rams. Guaranteed it. Shut the fuck up. When did I guarantee it? God damn. Some of you motherfuckers are unbelievable, dog. I, I, how do you live a life where you walk around looking for trigger words to gain clout? Like, where in the fuck did this come become a real thing? <laughs> like, you got to be shitting me, dog. Like, you motherfuckers look for trigger words. And I'm just like, God damn, trigger words like crazy. The weirdo fuck McDaniel vapes on the sideline. Like, dog, I don't know. I'm just, you know. I, I'm not going to blow it out of proportion. I dip on the sidelines. So do a thousand coaches. Like, the vaping thing doesn't bother me. What bothers me is that he's vaping. <laughs> We're vaping. <clears throat> he's a vapor, homie. <clears throat> real coaches that I know are real coaches, that I know that can demand the locker room to go out here and get it done, that I know that pace that sideline with some conviction, we take a loose leaf and put that motherfucker in our lip, homie, and we fucking spit that shit out. Some swallow shit. I know motherfucking OG-ass coaches that'll fucking swallow that shit. You fucking analytic stat dat fucking pussy-ass coaches are vaping? The same mixture of shit that are fucking up our kids, to, says JB. I think the manufactured fucking weed and vaping and all this other shit is what's fucking up our fucking world. But that's a whole other discussion. But that is who we have, people. Let this sink in what I'm telling you. We have the analytical stat that soft, weird, tight, jean-wearing motherfucker Pacing our sidelines at an all-time rate. Vaping. The softest form of fucking any type of fucking, what do you want to call it? Extra recreational use of uh, inhibit. 
inhibital medicinal I, I don't know what you call it just fucking dip put a dip in homie be a real man be a coach take off the tight sweats and fucking take off your sunglasses you weirdo fuck and how about you fucking look at your guys in the eye with your eyes and stop vaping and fucking put a dip in and fucking spit it out fuck I don't have any idea what's in his vape. I don't give a fuck, homie. I just told you. Vaping is the whole fucking issue. By the way, it's a USB. It's a fucking USB. But this is how you fucks look. (laughs) Are you shitting me? Do you see how this motherfucker looked vaping that shit? (laughs) Do you know what that looks like, homie? Hey, can anyone tell me what that looks like? Can anyone tell me what this weirdo fuck who leads a bunch of NFL men in a locker room look like? Looks like you're sucking dicks, motherfucker! You look like you're sucking a dick! Fuck out of here with this vaping shit, homie! You soft motherfuckers! You soft pussies think that that shit is cool! Motherfuckers vaping on an NFL sideline! I don't give a fuck that he's vaping! I give a fuck that he's vaping! I don't give a fuck what he's doing! I give a fuck how he's doing it. Put a dip in, homie. Let's get back to being coaches like men we used to do. Like men used to play this sport. Like men used to hit our fucking selves in the helmet. Helmet to helmet. Let's get back to playing the sport we fucking grew up playing. Dog, we're turning this game into a fucking flag football video game. Flag football video game. Get the fuck out of here with that soft shit. Miss me with your soft take, motherfucker. Jamela13, bad look on these nuts. Soft motherfucker, shut up. You're in this show, motherfucker. I ain't on your show. So vape these nuts. So let's get into... Some more Patrick Mahomes. So so the most completions in NFL history are owned by this man. Twice. So the top two is a 45-year-old, by the way. A 45-year-old man holds the record for the most completions in a season. Completions are a very telling sign of good quarterback play. Okay? It means you are dissecting coverage. 
See, when you're a three and out quarterback or you're a gimmicky quarterback like Mahomes and Josh Allen and all these other guys, when you don't understand that we get the ball and hit our fifth step and we throw the football on time and we hit the tight end on a stick or a curl, or we throw the outside curl on time or we throw the back in the flat now instead of later, we gain completions. We gain moving the sticks. We gain QBR and all these fucking stat that shit that you guys use. Why don't I see Mahomes on this list? If he's so fucking good and he's so great and he's not gimmicky and he's not overrated like I say he is, why is he not on any of these completion lists? I'm confused. I'm very confused. But what does JB know? What does JB know? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got another stat, Dad. Most passing touchdowns of 30-plus yards. The one that I talk about all the time, Derek Carr, actually is number one. Well, there's factors to that, too, that I can defend my Derek Carr take on. But we're not going to get into Derek Carr right now, but we will this week when, with this stat right here. He has 10 30-plus yard touchdowns. Leads the league. Why isn't Patrick Mahomes on this list? Why isn't Josh Allen on this list? Hold on, dog. Geno Smith's on there. Over Mahomes? So Mahomes isn't on any passing touchdowns of 30 yards or more. He's not on the completion percentage. Yard. He's not on the most completions list at all. He's like LeBron James. You all think you're enamored because of all the fucking great little fucking gadget things he does, which enamors you soft pussies in the world. But the truth of the nuts and guts is he ain't on any of these major lists. He's not on what makes quarterbacks great goats. He ain't on it. He don't know how to throw the fucking ball in the teeth of the defense, climb in the pocket. He has to escape the pocket and throw the Tyree kill over the middle, late down the pipe, or Juju Schuster now, or Kelsey who saves him on a thousand plays a game. We don't want to talk about that he has 2,700 yak yards. Leads the league. Leads the league. We don't want to talk about it, dog. We don't. We don't want to talk about it. We don't. We don't want to talk about that he leads the league in yak yards. Okay? We don't want to talk about it. I got this other little stat that I want to show you. I want to show you this other stat that. All right, let me let me let me get let me get let me show you something. I want to show you something. All right, NFL yards after the catch leaders. All right, Kansas City Chiefs number one in the NFL. All right, number one in the NFL yak yard leader is fucking the Kansas City Chiefs. But what do I know? What do I know? Dog, he leads the Kansas City Chiefs lead the league in yak yards. 
I'm just throwing that out there. I, I, I mean, do you, I, I'm going to share it with you. I'll share it with you. Kansas City Chiefs, yak yards, number one, 2,797 yards. 2,797 yards. They lead the league in yak yards. Dog, they lead the league in yak yards. It's not a it's not a fucking knock on them. It's not. It really isn't. I'm not here to knock them. I'm not here to knock the dude. I'm not here to say that, you know, he's the shittiest guy and he's he's garbage and all this. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he's garbage. All I'm telling you is that there's more than meets the eye. There's other things involved in making this guy the greatest that you all think he is. He's not. He's not. But nobody's going to come out and say it because you guys are all pussy. And you don't know anything. (laughs) Let's be honest. You really just don't understand it. And that is the truth. But none of you will admit it because the truth hurts you. And you don't want to admit that you're wrong. See, the first part of this thing is I'm going to admit when I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to admit it. I don't know why you can't do it. Um, so he's not on this list. He's not on this list. He leads the league in yak yards. But he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. <laughs> he's the GOAT. Come on, man. Get out of here with that shit. Matthew Pettiford, who's probably a pedophile. Only a few people said he was the greatest. Calm down. Again, someone's defending him because his butt hurt. This guy in here is butt hurt because he's mad at me. He's probably one of these Kansas City Chief fans that dick ride me on my DMs. And he's mad that I've called out Mahomes and I fucking have said he's overrated. And now he wants to now, after you show some actual facts... Now he wants to defend him in his own way by recognizing that I'm right, but still defending his bitch-made take by saying, only a few have uh, called him the GOAT. Calm down. (laughs) Oh, fuck. When will I admit I'm wrong about what, Freddie Mac? What do you want me to admit I'm wrong about? Matt Ryan? This year he had a bad year? What do you want me to... I'm just confused. The 49ers pick that I picked the Seahawks on? Is that what you want me to admit I'm wrong on? Actually, you don't admit when you're wrong on a bet. You automatically are already known to be wrong. I don't know if you realize. Everyone in the world knows I'm wrong when I picked the Seahawks because they lost. So what do I need to admit? (laughs) That's what betting is, dumb fuck. Do you bet and then say, you know what? You just beat me in poker. I admit it. I admit, you just beat me with fucking a straight. I lost. Thank you for coming. Like, what in the fuck does go through some of your heads, dog? Like, who admits when they lost a bet? (laughs) I do have, Steve Mack pointed out something I will admit to. I thought that Saquon Barkley's career for the betterment of good was over because of the injury. He proved me wrong this year. That still doesn't, Steve, that still doesn't clear him on having a long, great career. 
This is a short-lived career at this position. That was my main point. My second point was I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt him playing the whole year. He proved me wrong. He played the entire season and looked great yesterday, and that is one of the key reasons they won and one of their key reasons they've had success in New York this year. So I am wrong about Saquon Barkley. He proved me wrong this year. I don't know if he's going to prove me wrong longevity-wise. I don't know if his career is going to last as long as everyone thinks. But I'm glad he is back. I never, I never praise on the demise of some human. I don't want to see a football player end his career early. All I want to show you is that the facts are the history of football running backs don't come back from a lot of these injuries in this league and have great careers. So I'm happy to see McCaffrey come back and play this year. I'm happy to see Saquon Barkley come back and play this year. I will be happy to admit when I'm wrong, when a guy's career is flourishing, I'm not happy to see Lamar get hurt and play out and not play, but I'm not going to call back and hold my calls and say, now I think it's bigger than the injury. And it always has been. There's a reason he didn't travel to that game. Now there's a completely different perspective of things on Lamar Jackson for me. I said he's a good kid. I thought he's a great character kid. I've been saying that for how long? I just said he wasn't a great quarterback. And now I'm starting to question some character flaws. Because if you can't show up and play for your teammates and your brothers and show up to the game to support if you are injured, I got a fucking major problem. Major. That's just me, though. Um, I don't know if I'm happy with Deshaun Watson's struggle, dog. I'm not. I don't know if I could be happy about anyone's faults or demise of any human. I, I hate to see that humans make mistakes that they do. You know, this Alabama kid kills somebody in a drive-by. Now, you're a shitbird, right? Life's about choices. Regardless of what we think about and what we do, we made choices in our life. Deshaun Watson made a choice we have no clue about because there's no criminal charges, so you can't really say, okay, this guy's done this and that. All we can say is we question his judgment on what he's done, and he looks to me as a great recruiter who looks at the eyes of people's souls, through the soul through your eyes, like this Mike McDaniel character who I think wants to be Don Shula so bad. Motherfucker wants to be Don Shula so fucking bad that it just is glaring. It's glaring. Um, with that being said, though, um, I, I look at Deshaun Watson and I, I see I see just nasty, disgusting, weirdo fuck. That's what I see, dog. That's just me. I could be totally wrong. I've been wrong before. I haven't been wrong with a lot of character judgment type of things. I could say I'm wrong with Lamar Jackson's character, though. I thought he was a good kid. Now it looks like he may be a fake-ass good boy, Alan. It looks like Lamar Jackson could have turned into what the all-time fake-ass good boy that we like to call him. Play the game, play the game, play the game, Be say everything that we want to hear, and then shitbird at the end of the day because you don't get your way. That's what a fucking fake-ass good boy is. We smile in your face. We shake your hand. We say, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. Coach, I'm here. I'm there. I catch you on camera. 
with a female in the dorm. Catch you on camera smoking weed. I catch you on camera robbing McDonald's. You are a fake-ass good boy. Lamar Jackson now seems like he's a fake-ass good boy. So, I don't know. I don't know. That's just where I'm at with that. Um, Yeah, I already showed it. I already showed it, Steve. I showed it earlier of him vaping. Um, NFL playoffs. Uh, Mr. Hadley sent me these things, and I, I think there's some great topics in here. Going back to the divisional playoff last season, there's been 12 straight NFL games where one-score games at some point in the fourth quarter. One-score game in the fourth quarter, 12 straight NFL games. 11 of the last 12 playoff games were decided by seven points or less. Eight of the last 12 playoff games were tied at some point in the fourth quarter. And eight of the last 12 playoff games were decided in the final two minutes or overtime with the game-winning score. So football in the NFL is at all-time rate, high, viewership's up, everything's going beautifully for the NFL, money hand over fist. Um, The NFL games are close because we've allowed them to be close by the rules we've put in to protect certain people, certain parts of the game, elements of the game that are protected. There's a very interesting play call last night that no one's talking about. And if I wasn't busy hosting a bunch of people and having this, I I, I smoked a bunch of ribs and pulled pork and I made some barbecue baked beans that were unbelievable. Everybody enjoyed. We chilled. We got fucking drunk, drinking, playing poker. I won I won uh, 200 and then I lost 40. So I won 160 bucks. Um, we had about 10 people here watch playing, chilling, enjoying the cigar lounge. Hopefully the new studio soon. Once I get these cameras and lights figured out, we'll be moving the show in there, by the way, full go. We're going to be in that studio, brother, in that bar at that bar. And I'm going to have live guests join me, come out to the house, join me at the bar. We're going to smoke a stick, drink some yak. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to give reviews on alcohol that I have at my bar, cigars, we're going to do all kinds of different parts of this show that we're going to grow this show into and make it as entertaining as possible on everything else, especially when football season ends. We're going to do a bunch of different shit. We're going to make sure this thing stays live and lit. So make sure you become a member. Subscribe today. Become a member. If you're not part of the Slap Nation, become a part of the Slap Nation Discord today. So I want to get into Tampa, Dallas tonight. Damn, this show has flown by, man. I did not know we were going into hour three already. Uh, I want to get into Dallas, Tampa. Um, Can you smoke marijuana in my studio? Not you. Um, Maybe one of my homeboys if you want. By the way, I got a hookah. uh, I got the hookah thing. Uh, Shout out to one of my fans. He sent me a hookah. Brand new, man. I had to I had to assemble it. So my boy yesterday assembled um, assembled a uh, this whole hookah setup with the with the burning coal and, and a separate thing that burns the coal. I don't know shit about hookah, so uh, I I don't know shit about hookah. I've never done it. This guy sent me all these flavors and all the shit that I told you. Fuck that. I'm not smoking shit about no manufactured shit. So, of course, I'm not doing that shit. But I got it for the bar. So, if people do hookah, 
Now we have that in there. So I got cigars. I got drinks. I got poker. I got TVs. We got sound. We got, you know, Spree was in there last night DJing in there. So we had a good time last night chilling uh, all day yesterday, all day. And uh, now we got hookah. So Hector or whoever else knows about hookah, let me know about hookah. I don't know shit about it, uh, but I got it. I got it. It's got all these fancy lights in there. looks pretty and shit. Maybe females like it, I hear. So maybe you guys want to come over, females. You could do some hookah now. Um, but I want to get into this Dallas-Tampa game um, tonight, all right? Um, I got an interesting question for you. What does Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and Brock Purdy have in common with Dak Prescott? Does anyone know what Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy have in common with Dak Prescott? Can anyone tell me? Can anyone talk to me? Can anyone answer the question? What do those guys have in common? Bruce Helms got it right. Bruce Helms got it right. They have one career playoff victory. (laughs) Eddie Manyweather, where you at, homie? Brock Purdy and Daniel Jones have the same amount of victories as your fucking king of Dallas. Come on, dog. Trevor Lawrence has the same amount of wins as Dak Prescott, homie. How does that work? Hey, Landon. So there, okay, is T-H-E-I-R. They are, okay? Or there, T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E, there, okay? There, over there, is not how you use the word there. I'm just telling you in context, when you want to talk about shit that you don't know about, please spell it right. You have to spell the words correctly when you use them. So I'm always teaching, dog. I'm always teaching. I'm always coaching. I never allow it. I'm always coaching it. So I want to make sure I don't allow you to misspell shit in here if you're going to talk about bullshit and not know what you're talking about. Please spell it right, because I will blast you. I will exploit your illiterate fucking ass that cannot be grammatically correct. Don't come in here and be fucking grammatically incorrect with me. (laughs) You know I don't fuck around. I don't like misspelled words. I don't like doing any of that shit. I wish a motherfucker would misspell something under my staff when I was coached. Ask a motherfucker if they wanted to see Coach JB motherfuck someone to death misspell something on something that goes out of the office put a misspelled word on anything that has to do with coach jb and see if i don't absolutely motherfuck you to death hey dog little things matter bro little things matter what will you stay what do you stand for what do you stand for What do you stand for? I'm just being honest. 
What do you stand for? You either stand for everything or stand for nothing. Hey, dog, I don't want my name to be associated with mediocrity because obviously mediocrity is the new excellence. So I would have allowed Landon to say that word incorrectly, but who am I to allow it? I'm just another shitbird that allows mediocrity in our life. We don't need that. I need fucking excellence. So now Landon wants to challenge me to a spelling bee. <laughs> Become a member, Landon. Become a member, Landon. Maybe we could talk. Because I'm a hell of a spelling bee guy. I've, I've, I've been a spelling bee champion connoisseur my whole life. I've never played. I've never entered a spelling bee, by the way. But uh, I'm a pretty damn good speller. So we got that out the way. Dak Prescott has one playoff victory. Uh, so does Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and... Uh, Brock Purdy. Um, here's a trivia question. I got a trivia question for Mr. Hadley. Who wants to call in and take a trivia question? I'll give away a hoodie today. Who wants to call in? I'll give a hoodie away. First caller only. First caller only. Whoever calls in first, I'll give a hoodie away. I'm going to go on in honor of Mr. Hadley, who's giving me the trivia question. The link is in the chat. Call in. If you get it right, I'll, I'll give you a hoodie. Sean Waffle won a hoodie last week. Sean, I think I have your address already because you won something before. I'll look it up and get that out there. Um, I got a good trivia question for you. I got an interesting trivia question. Um, Come on, Bruce Helms, call in, motherfucker. I think you're a cowardly motherfucker. You ain't calling in, homie. You ain't calling in. Bravo Blast, what up? What up, bro? What's up, man? Where you? How you been? Shit, man, I've been working. Working hard, man. Working hard. Got to work hard. With the For the Brand shirt. I hear that. Yes, sir. Hey, here we go. Ready? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson is the only Dallas Cowboy head coach to lead the team to road playoff wins in his first three seasons on the job. Jimmy Johnson is the only Cowboy head coach to lead the team to a road playoff win in his first three seasons on the job. Who else can do it this year in the playoffs? Who else can do it? As a head coach. As a head coach. Man. All right, look, don't bust my balls, all right? So Jimmy Johnson's the only head coach in, for the Dallas Cowboys to lead the team to a road playoff win in his first three seasons. He won on the road three times. Right. Who so else can do it? Who, who else will do it or who else can? Who else can? They, well, haven't, done they haven't done it yet. They, they have to do it this season. They're in the playoffs right now. Yeah. It's somebody in the playoffs this year that can do it. Well, I mean, I know, I know my Cowboys can do it, but we just got to see how inconsistent Dak is going to be this game because he is Mr. Inconsistent. So uh, I'm going to say Doug Peterson can and will do it because I, I kind of – I agree with you that Mahomes is a little uh, short passy. And, you know, I mean, Yak King is Yak King for a reason. So. Yeah. No, but the, co the coach that – there's only one coach that can do it, and that's Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Um, 
already did it twice. He needs to do it for a third time tonight. He, oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. Uh, so, that's kind of what that is. So, um, well, I hope he does because, you know, go Cowboys. You know, I'm tired of seeing Tom Brady in the fucking playoffs. So, hey, good luck, dog. We'll see how they go, man. I appreciate you calling in. Hey, yes, sir. Rocky, what up? What up, JB? What's up, my brother? Man, chilling, chilling, man. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm good, man. You always, hey, man, the style, the how you are with the style of quarterback play, really, I understand liking the style, JB, right? I understand liking time and getting the ball, getting the ball out your hand on time, making you know, making the right read and all that kind of. But there's also another style that works and wins, JB. It's not the win, only no. style that works and wins. Don't win. What is it? One. What do you mean? I can Who's name a lot of. I, I can name a lot of improvisational quarterbacks who won Super Bowl. What do you think Who? Big Ben is? Who? Who do you think Big Ben was? Huh? Big Ben. Big Ben. He didn't win. He didn't, what did he do with his feet that won? That he made extended plays? Maybe? No, no. He was an improvisational quarterback. Yeah, he he held on to the ball, waited for routes to de develop down the field. You know that. You know that's how Big Ben played. But we're talking about two different things. We're talking about improvisation with his feet and improvisation to extend plays with his arm. There's nobody that's improvised with his feet and won a Super Bowl. I mean, you could say Russell Wilson, bro. I mean, you can. Not really. He did the same thing Ben Roethlisberger did. He used to make I mean, throws with his feet. He, he, he won it in the same year. I think he rushed for 400 yards the year that he won the Super Bowl. I mean, what are you no, talking about? No, he did. But he won with his arm, though, with using his feet like you're talking what Ben did. Ben did the same thing. Use his feet to extend plays and use his arm by being improvisational no. and throwing the ball with his feet to extend plays. No These quarterback guys nowadays, though. Jaylen no quarterback that exclusively use, uses their legs to win football games. Like you can't, uh, NFL quarterbacks can't exclusively use their legs to win football games. When you, even when you look at Lamar, look at his passing statistics, and you and you juxtapose those to what guys who are pocket passers. His numbers in, in large part are better than pocket passer quarterbacks. When you talk about yards per yards per pass things of that nature, completion percentage. Like like I said, I understand you liking a certain style, but I think, in my opinion, JB, this is the best era of NFL football in my 50, 50 years of watching it for this reason. All the offenses look a little different. Nobody's offense is exactly the same. I watched 30 years of football where everybody tried to do the same goddamn thing. It was either Ernie Zampezi's goddamn offense or the West Coast offense. And for 30 years, that's what people were trying to do. It wasn't until this last 10 years where coaches really, I'm going to be honest with you, the guy that the first guy that took a college offense and put it in the NFL and had success, believe it or not, is Kyle Shanahan when he had RG3 as a rookie. When he had RG3 as a rookie, he used college concepts to literally run through uh, the NFC East um, with RG3. Unfortunately, RG3 got hurt. RG3 also had, you know, this is just a little off of, but RG3 had an interesting take uh, by Lamar and him not playing through the injury. You remember RG3 tried to play through a PCL injury and ended up tearing his ACL in a playoff game. He, he sucked it up for the team and the organization, and it changed the trajectory of his career. So I, I definitely understand Lamar not playing, especially not if he doesn't have a guaranteed 
contract or long-term deal. Yeah, but we're talking about two different things. We're talking about a guy that you think is the best we've seen. I think it's the worst we've ever seen. So that's there's a difference in argument. I don't. I, I think. I, I'm, I, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not qualified to to evaluate quarterback play. Like I'm not qualified to do that. But what I am qualified to do is know what's entertaining. And when you look at offenses, when you look at the Shanahan offense, Dallas, the Dallas offense, Baltimore. All these different teams run something a little different. And I like that about the NFL now. Because, for like I say, for, for 30, the first 30 years I watched the NFL, everybody was doing the same shit. Hey, but listen, the same shit Ernie Zampezi and North Turner won was Super Bowls, bro. Yeah. But the, but, what are but, we doing? Like, are, we, are, we so, are we so over winning? Now we need to see sexy and lose? Every Only one team is going to win, J.B., only exactly. one team is going to win. The proof is in the pudding. In, Steve in, Young, when he ran and used his feet, never won. When he threw five touchdowns in the Super Bowl, they won. I mean, that's just what it is. Like, no quarterback with his feet has won a Super Bowl yet. Uh, again, I will. we can we can argue that point. And why I are we playing Russell, this game? I, I think Russell Wilson. And what, what I'm saying is there are many, JB, you've been a coach. I, I play football. There are during the course of a game, there are so many pivotal, pivotal, pivotal points in the game that determine the outcome. It's just not whether your quarterback runs or not. Like you can you can boil it down to that, but there are so many aspects of the game. Like for all intents and purposes, Colin uh Kaepernick should have won a Super Bowl. That's PI. That's a that's a pass interference call. He should have won a Super Bowl when they played Baltimore, and you know that. By any measure, Crabtree was, was that was PI, but they didn't call it. Flacco wins. Right. If you're so, talking about Shanahan with RG three. What about Harbaugh with fucking Kaepernick? That's all they ran was triple. They ran triple option and load option and double option. You you talking about a a, a, a Harbaugh when he had Kaepernick? Now you got to understand Harbaugh when they had when they had Kaepernick, they ran college. They ran college concepts. Yeah, that's which, what I'm saying. Which, they ran triple yeah. and double. But but you also got to realize this too, JB. In that same offense, what they were doing, they were taking the slot, threatening the safety, and they got a lot of deep passes by Kaepernick up the seam. What does that good. look like, Lamar Jackson? Early on in Baltimore. <laughs> now, come on, dog. What are we talking? Well, hey, what well, he said he passed the ball. I, I want to say Kaepernick. So Ka Kaepernick passed the ball for almost three hundred yards. And ran for almost 200 in a playoff game against Green Bay. So I, know. I mean, we. That's what I'm saying. When you, that's when what I'm saying. Shannon ain't the first one to do it with RG3. This been doing it a long time. We did it in Miami years ago when we started the Wildcat with Ricky Williams. No, Har Harbaugh, but but you got to understand, Harbaugh, uh, when he was running it was after I want to say it might have been in the same season. Anyway, it was in the same era that they broke brought these college concepts to pro football. I think it made football, pro football, more interesting. I think what the biggest deal is, and, and you can, as a coach, I think you kind of highlight this. As a coach, you like your systems more than you like players, and you would much rather have a player that can run your system than have a player that you have to adopt a system to run. And I understand that as a coach, that makes coaching more difficult. You got to coach with what you have. Yeah. That's yeah. why Greg Roman is doing a hell of a job in Baltimore with 
what he has because Lamar Jackson ain't a guy to sit back in the pocket and throw the ball and dissect coverage like Tom Brady. We already know that. He's not Burrow. So you got to create an offense that's conducive for winning, which Harbaugh's done a great job at being a great winner, even though they don't have the wide outs. They don't have a quarterback that can throw it, but they can have a, they do have a freaking nature quarterback who can run it. So let's create mismatches with our offense and use this cat to his strength. That's what they do with Roman. That's why they've had success. But it's not enough to get a Super Bowl win. And that is what's going to happen. It's, it's, until you can throw the ball consistently and be consistently consistent instead of inconsistently consistent, which we don't – we'll continue to see these people being consistently inconsistent. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields. Dog, they're going to continue to be inconsistent until they can throw the ball on time. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I appreciate hey, it, bro. I appreciate you calling, dog. I love our banter. Uh, right. I got another call. Uh, call okay. back at any time. All right. Thanks, JB. Um, Sean, what up? What up, coach? Did what you, you think about that? I didn't see the front end of that conversation. What was that? Uh, what was I your know, We were just talking about. Uh, offenses and how his you know he's, he thinks the game's changed for the better because of the more athletic quarterback and what we do in the systems that we make he said he's you know he's used to, he thinks people are tired of seeing the old ernie's and and north turners when i said well that's who fucking won super bowls so i don't i don't i think sean i don't think people realize we have become so enamored with sex appeal and commercialized shit that we like the new rap game. The new rap game now is sexy because it's what we see on social media. It's fucking god awful. It's the worst music I've ever heard. We also think sex appeal in football is Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes under shoveling the ball, left hand, all this arm. But it don't win Super Bowls. It don't win. So I don't know. I think we'd rather have sex appeal over results. I will agree with that guy on one thing. It is turned into more – these offenses have turned into more of an entertainment-type value. I will agree with that. It's People are enamored by these high-flying offenses that score X amount of points, but they got to also consider these rules protecting the quarterback are fucking allowing this shit. That's why these guys – these, this current era of quarterbacks are setting these records as QBs for yards, TDs, whatever, because these rules are allowing these QBs not to get hit. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Here's a take for you, Sean. Tonight, uh, Tom Brady has 35 playoff wins. Cowboys franchise has 35 playoff wins. Did you so, get an uh, answer to your trivia? Huh? Did that guy get the trivia? No, it's Mike McCarthy tonight. He could be the first one since Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Um, (laughs) Hey, I was going to tell you, I'm glad you brought up that whole hoodie thing because, you know, you and I have a contract. I'm going to hold you to it. (laughs) What do we have? Oh, that trivia I got right last week on uh, Kingsbury. I I was was just giving you shit. We got you and I got a contract. I'm going to hold you to it. Oh, yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate you calling in. All right, man. Hold on, hold on a second. Gorgie, what up? Coach, what's up? What's up, man? CJ Stroud just entered the draft. Hey, man, I hope I hope he doesn't come to the Colts unless he wants to be destroyed as a quarterback, even more than he is. Hey, you love the whole you love the Colts and hate the Colts. 
Man, but that's what being a fan is. If I'm if I'm only gonna be a soft ass motherfucker about him and only talk good good shit, then you're not a true fan. Amen. Hey, that's why I say, hey, right now Sean Waffles lives up there. If he goes out anywhere and wears a JV shirt, he might get fucking stoned. Yeah, well, that's that's the risk we take living life. No doubt. What's hey, up, man? Um <clears throat> Who wins tonight? I have I have Tampa Bay, and I hope they pull it out because so far I'm 0 for 2 this weekend and 0 for 6 going back to last week. Oh, damn. Sean, who wins tonight? I'm going to say Tampa is going to get them on a field goal late. Um, some way, somehow, Brady's going to keep them in the game. They're going to figure out some things, the pass protection on Dallas' pass rush. And I think Chris Godwin's going to have a big game. I and think uh, – yeah, I think Godwin's got a big game in the slot. Hey man, I damn I damn sure trust Brady and those old those old players more than Dak and 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 what he has around him. Hey, where does uh Brandon Staley end up? All right, does he get fired? Let me ask you that. Is he fired today? I think we'll get fired by the end of the week. I, I just don't know if you can wait a week. Like in this business right now, this is like the fast. You got it. You you have Sean Payton in LA right now taking interviews. I don't know if you can afford to wait past today. I think Payton knows though that that team has the best roster. If that opening comes up, so I know what you're saying though. As far as he's got five or six options to play with, and you know, and that's to look the- at, but. The that's Chargers the, have the best roster of any of those the opportunities. That that's the game that fucked me up. You can't yeah. lose a you can't lose a game from up twenty seven. I'm sorry, you can't. You're a player. Yeah, Ryan Jensen is back activated, Hector. He's playing tonight, uh, center for the Bucks. He's gonna be uh, that's huge right there. Yeah, it's huge, but I don't know if it's gonna be that impactful because mm-hmm. he may be on skates. It's very hard to play center, snap the ball with a nose guard over you in the NFL and not get pushed back into the quarterback quite a bit because you haven't taken on that full speed rush in a long time. And you got to see how his body reacts to taking on that, that pressure. And I'm just, I'm want to see how that works out. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Jensen's not even in the whole game um, and, 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 and is out right. quickly. Right. I hope not, but, but that's what happens in this late in this game um, more often than not. So I'm going to, it'll be interesting to see, um how that works out so i don't know that's the diff that's the difference coach between a winning mentality dude and a guy like lamar jackson who sat out the last six weeks including a playoff game that cat gave up on his team well it it is what it is that's what happens dog that's what happens in this thing um we're gonna see i think the bucks defense will show up i think dak's gonna struggle again because the lights are too bright so you, I mean, it's, it's so hard to run on Tampa's deep front seven. Those guys are so damn good. I yeah. mean, yeah. it is. Well, I, I hope they hold up tonight. I yeah. hope they hold up tonight. Devin hey, Smith and Lamonte David just get after it. Man, call back later on. I'll, I might do another one at the end of the show. All right, man. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate everybody calling in. Uh, I gotta get to the. I gotta get to this real quick. Um, Geno Smith's future in Seattle. Do you like it or not? I don't know where you stand. I want to. I'm curious as where you guys stand. I want to keep Gino and build the roster. What they have a great one built right now. The other thing about it is, 
Gino's going to think he demands, I'm hearing he demands some business decision money, which he hasn't gotten in his career. But mind you, Gino, this was your first playoff appearance as an NFL quarterback. Dog, we are so, now listen, I'm all about him getting his money. Like he had, but he had one good year as a starter. I hope he relishes it and cherishes it and appreciates Pete Carroll for giving him the opportunity to market himself to 32 NFL franchises and owners and GMs and coaches. I think Geno could play in the league, start in the league. I would stay put. I'm sure Seattle will give him some money, but they're not going to give him no fucking $100 million, dog. He's not a $100 million guy. I think he's a very serviceable guy, and I think he can win for you with a great roster built around you, but he's not... He's not a guy like that. Now, I think he'd be great with the Jets. I think he'd be a I think he's a big upgrade with with the Jets. Right now with the Jets team, it is a very similar to a Seattle. The Jets can benefit from Geno Smith right now compared to how he was before. So, that team wasn't ready for them yet. Now, we'll see. Um why is Mike McDaniel not taking as much heat as Staley? Now, I know Staley's been in there a couple years longer. This is McDaniel's first year. But, dog, Flores had the same record, basically, with a less talented roster. And we're not really talking about his demise. Mike McDaniel's weird ass vaping on the sideline, which I really don't care about. Should have won last night. Quiet is kept. Why you want, contrary to your belief, this motherfucker could have won the game last night. Josh Allen had as much to do with the game being close as Mike McDaniel did. But we don't want to talk about Josh Allen being overrated. God forbid we say he's overrated because JB's wrong and he's a clout chaser and he's a dick writer. Shut the fuck up. Josh Allen kept the Dolphins in that football game last night, contrary to your belief. They started off 7-3. and three. They ended up 2-6. and six. And they were, dog, they were 7-3 and three against non-playoff teams, 2-6 and six versus playoff teams, including the playoff loss, and finished the regular season minus 2 in point differential. They acquired Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, rebuilt their running back group, signed Chuck, Offensive tackle Taron Armstead and outside linebacker Melvin Ingram. They got Waddle. They got a good tight end. And you don't fucking do better than what you did? But what do I know? If we're going to fire Lovey Smith after year one in a fucking horrible franchise in Houston, what does Mike McDaniel that is so different why is he getting a pass why is this weirdo motherfucker getting a pass because that is what it is perception is reality he's a guy he's a good dude he's a weirdo he gives great takes he's a fucking he he spits out he's just a we want to fucking soundbite this guy he's so funny are we in the fucking it's just pure entertainment now are we here to play football and win games and Make motherfuckers blow snot bubbles. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Seriously, 
What are we fucking doing here? Why are we playing this game? They got a loaded fucking roster in Miami, dog. Loaded roster. Loaded. I'm just saying. Is it time that Minnesota moves on from Kirk Cousins? Is it time to move on from Kirk Cousins? If it is, who do you get? Who do you get? If Kirk Cousins is gone, who do you get? Who do you get? Don't know. Don't know. Um, John Harbaugh, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, this whole thing. The Ravens have won one playoff game in the last eight seasons. They've won two playoff games in the last 10 seasons. Why everybody's talking about Lamar Jackson in Baltimore and the contract and all this shit, and is he a shitbird now for leaving the team? A very similar discussion should be being had about Harbaugh. Because Harbaugh looks like this on the sideline. I actually like Harbaugh. I like what he's done. But at the end of the day, he gets a hard pass too. He gets a lot of passes in this business. And he keeps his job over a lot of people losing them when they've done half as much. I'm just telling you. This guy goes around and he's on the sideline. He People don't like him because he's a hard ass on, on people like announcers and, 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 and people interviewing him. And, Coaches don't really like him. Coaches in the league do not like him, by the way. But listen, I got to be honest. Uh, Result-oriented business, dog. He hasn't really done much in the last 10 years. Hasn't really done much in the last 10 years. And in this soft culture that we're in, I could easily see him being pushed out as well. But I want to have the same discussion with Harbaugh as I do about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, though, deservingly so, deserves a lot of heat for not going to this game. Harbaugh deserves a lot of heat for not winning the game. He po- he walks around the sideline, and he doesn't really do much. He doesn't really call offense. He don't call defense. He's a special teams guy by nature. That's what he grew up in. And it seems like he's just a figurehead on the sideline, but I'm starting to lack emo- – I want to – I lack the emotional lacking – on the sideline portrayed by Harbaugh kind of irks me sometimes. If you have the Belichick demeanor and you're walking around with no emotion, but you're calling defense like Belichick does, or if you're Andy Reid and you walk around with that emotion, but you actually call the offense, I have a different respect and a different allowance for it. When you're Harbaugh and you don't really do shit, but you're the figurehead of the and the head coach, you got to have some more involvement. And he gives me a lot of vibes that Todd Bowles gives me. Todd Bowles' sideline demeanor is so fucking soft and so laissez-faire. It shows no emotion, and it doesn't give the team a lot of boost of morale when they're down or when they're up to put a foot on a neck, he don't give that either. So I get a lot of same Todd Bowles vibes with, with John Harbaugh. And I don't know if the heat discussion on him shouldn't be the same as it is with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan, 
But at the same time, Harbaugh now has gone 10 seasons with two playoff wins. So I don't know. Um, some people suggest they move on from Harbaugh. Because I've said this on the show many times, Harbaugh's created a complete team around Lamar Jackson. That style of play, the backup quarterback, is Lamar Jackson-esque. From McSorley to RG3 to Huntley, they, they get a guy to run a similar system. They're not Lamar Jackson by any means, but they still run a similar system. So you have to totally gut that whole system if you get rid of Harbaugh. You have to implode the roster if you keep Harbaugh and start over with an NFL-style quarterback that is going to be a pocket guy and go get you some big-time wide receivers and go play great defense. Or you're going to keep Lamar Jackson and you got to keep Roman, who's the best offensive coordinator for Lamar Jackson in football, and you're doing the same old shit. So what is ownership going to like? I don't know. That's just a question I'm I'm asking. I'm just having that question out there. I'm throwing that out there. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. So it is what it is. Um, Lamar Jackson, to me, don't have the best fit franchise. I don't see a best fit franchise for Lamar Jackson. Some people think New Orleans. Some people think Tennessee. Some people think the Raiders. There's no way. New Orleans makes sense, okay? The um, the New Orleans makes sense, okay? Uh, I could see that. I could see Tennessee making sense, okay? I could see Tennessee making sense. Um, I could see Tennessee getting making sense. Um, I could see. I don't know other franchises that really make sense for Lamar Jackson, though. Atlanta, maybe Atlanta. But do you see him in Miami with with Waddle and Tyreek Hill out there? Fuck no. He ain't going to get him the ball. He ain't getting those two the ball. How's he going to get those guys the ball? Come on, man. Um, in your opinion, before we get out of here, who is the best fit for Sean Payton? What team best fits him? I thought the Rams uh, were the good fit for him. I think the Chargers are a great fit for him. Carolina, no. No franchise quarterback in place. The Rams and the Chargers have franchise quarterbacks in place. Contrary to the belief of everybody that shows the, the clips of Sean Payton raving about Kyler Murray, I can tell you from my sources that is not the case at all anymore whatsoever. Uh, I think that was a PC video shot to for the PC culture people in this world. So he can show how good of a media member he could be in front of a mic. I'm going to be nice and talk good about everyone. I'm not going to really be the coach that I am and talk about Kyler Murray in the way that we all do in the NFL, which says he's shitty 
He couldn't do that and get behind a microphone on mainstream media platforms. So he had to be nice and PC and keep it fucking woke. So that is what you see out there. Contrary to your belief, Sean Payton don't want to coach Kyler fucking Murray. Sorry for blowing that up for you guys. That is not what he wants to do. Contrary to the belief of Rich Eisen and all these different people out there putting this out there. Sean Payton don't want to coach fucking Kyler Murray. Do you fucking imagine that? Going from Drew Brees to Kyler Murray who can't throw a hot ball in the flat to Drew Brees who dissects everything from the protection to the front to the rotation of coverage. Can you imagine going from that guy to Kyler Murray? No. He wants to take at least an understanding Herbert or an understanding Stafford and take those chances than he does with a Kyler Murray losing Hopkins this year, which he's going to do to free up cap space because they can't get rid of Kyler Murray. So you're going to lose a receiver. I don't know. Last Chance Q will be back tonight. We're going to do a live watch party for the game in the Cigar Lounge. Sean Salisbury and I, make sure you tune in tonight. And... uh Watch us live, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific. We'll have a watch party. Sean Salisbury and I, I'll be smoking a stick, sipping some yak from the Cigar Lounge studio right here on the JB premises. Make sure you guys join us tonight. Let's blow it up. Let's make it big. We'll have some insight on both quarterbacks and what's going on. Sean Salisbury always brings the heat. We will be doing that live tonight. So join us. Watch that. And check us out tonight live from the go- from the studio. Uh, me and the Slapdick Bullies, we'll be drinking some fucking, who knows, maybe some Slapdick. I don't know. But join us live, and uh, we're going to get after it tonight, 5 o'clock Pacific, live watch party right here on the Coach JB Show. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member today. My Instagram's been suspended, so hopefully we'll get that back up and running. If not, so be it. I'm not bringing a new one out, just so you know, unless somebody tells me they're going to pay me. I'm not starting over it. I'm tired of this Instagram shit. Hey, appreciate all you guys, man. Love y'all. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, and become a member of the new Slap Nation. Become a member of the new Slap Nation. Coach's crew tonight. Go join. Best $2.99 you can spend. Join it from the channel. And uh, we'll see you in the Discord, Slap Nation. And then we'll see you... uh, We'll see you uh, very soon. Appreciate all you guys. And if I don't see you tonight in the watch party, I'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. for Talk That Talk Tuesday. You know I'm talking. Hopefully you talk back. See you later on. Peace.